good. Looks like you're good. Oh yeah, look like Google's already listening. That's what I'm talking about. The Fed's already watching. They know they know the sound of podcast thoughts late as fuck. <laughs> All right, let's get YouTube up in here. All right, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, Facebook. You guys see the logo, so you guys should be popping up right around now. All right, I know you guys wondering too. It's, it's, it's okay. The ish is real. The ish is real. All right, let's start pop. Let's start pushing it to the website. I see. I see how you th- how you guys like that. Oh yeah, oh yeah. The website is taking it good. The website is taking it good. So you know it's only it's time to ask that one question. The levels is good. The levels is good. The levels is levels is levels is good. boy. Still can't get that fully right. Yeah, I'm gonna get my voice back pretty soon. Instagram is here. <coughs> oh, pump the brakes. Pump the brakes. Pump the brakes. I'm gonna need you a little bit. I'm gonna need you a level higher than that. You know we don't come in that low. I'm, I'm gonna need you just. A, I'm gonna need you. I'm actually. I'm gonna, I, you're, you're about here. I'm gonna need you up about here. Okay. You can do that for me. Try that again. Big body bends. Okay, okay, okay. Big man. You wanna hear some hot takes? Let's see how woke you are. You know something about podcasts? Hell, diga man. Kidding me or what, man? I got these three drunk uncles with a sports podcast. They say they got fire takes, pure fuego. You find them wherever you listen to podcasts at. If it's what they say it is, you like and you subscribe. Listen, like, and subscribe, yeah. You know how to call into the show? Yeah, man, do the pod beaner. You'll need headphones with a mic to call in. That's no problem, man. They'll also be at Sharky's. 8.07 p.m. on the first Wednesdays of the month. You may get some free Bluetooth. And they keep receipts or so. If anything happens in the sports world, Mighty's gonna drop a take faster than a rabbit gets fucked. There's only three things I have in this world. My word, my balls, and this podcast. And I don't break them for nobody. My T Sports Season Evening and welcome back to another edition of the My T Sports Podcast. I am your host, the one and only Tyler Thomas Taylor, aka Tony Baritone. I know you probably can't tell that right now, but that's because I lost my voice and I'm getting it back. You know, aka Mr. Energy, aka the Motor Mouth of the South. I want to thank. God damn, I want to. I gotta find the right people to thank. I really do. I gotta want to thank Marlon and and and, and the good folks um, that, that he runs his podcast. I gotta find the name of the podcast that I was just on. And, and and thank them for interviewing me. I'll go ahead and get that and get that shared pretty soon. Don't worry, it's nothing that you guys have never heard before, right? If, if you guys have been listening to this podcast, right? If, if you guys have been part of the the, the, the seventh, like right? if you guys been here for multiple chapters for multiple volumes, you know what I mean? Then I'm telling you, this team looks so good as RJ Barrett as them as you're the man, you're the man, you're the man. Hand. Man, we got a we got a big show for you guys today. We got a big show for you guys today, right? It is March twenty third. It is see, this is season seven, episode 
Yeah, sorry, we're gonna still call this volume seven, episode 79, excerpt 412 of the Mighty Sports Podcast. Big show for you guys today. Big show for you guys today. We, listen, we, listen, first and foremost, we got a free Britney Griner. We're gonna talk a little bit about more today. Free Britney Griner. Free Britney Griner. You hear me, you pieces of shit over there? Free Britney Griner. As we're talking about some shit, we gotta talk about the trash that was in the garden. We're gonna give you guys some blue chew. That has nothing to do with pieces of shit or trash. But we're gonna talk about some blue chew a little bit later. We're gonna talk about judges' money. Apparently, the king goes home. Tyreek Hill gets traded. Fournette gets signed. There's some quarterbacks out there that 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 are acting, that that are getting no respect. Damn, that cheek just lifted up for me. But we get a whole lot of things and more here on the podcast. They said we was gonna the current time right now is 9:13, so we're heavy on our ish today. And we have a high of 87, low of 75. It's been it's been partly clouded. We've had no rain today, even though there's a 50% chance of rain because we're down here in South Florida. You understand? Big big show for you guys. A big big show for you guys today. But you know what we say here? What's going on, Build America LLC? You know what we say here, regardless of the time. Take that, take that, take that. And regardless of the weather. You play to win the game. Hello? It's always a good time to talk some sports. Let's throw this motherfucker get popping. So... Let's start talking. Woo! Back at it like a sports fanatic. It's something you don't know about me, Joe Rogan. I love sports. My T Sports This old thing, I want that shirt. Who Yo, I can't even lie to you. I can't. Somebody said they want this shirt. I can't even lie to you. Listen, I'll give you the shirt off my back right now. Listen, like, listen. For twenty nine ninety nine, you can have the shirt off of my back. Like, for, stop getting naked on the podcast. This ain't my higher bidder. This ain't my OnlyFans page. Okay, listen. <laughs> but I've had this shirt. I've had. Whoa, pause. Hey, yo. <laughs> it's not it's not what goes down there's no sex in the champagne room okay <laughs> like I, I don't know what just happened here hey i you know it's just funny because i think I, I think i got a new one for this one right i gotta I got refresh the whole entire i gotta refresh that little system right but i got a new one yo but thank you listen stop hustling me I, you know i haven't had this i've had the shirt forever like i don't even like it's one of those shirts i don't even know if they even make it anymore <clears throat> like i'm telling like i may have had this no I, I didn't. I haven't had the shirt since the 1900s, right? But it's been it's been long as fuck. It's been long as fuck. It feels like I've had it since the 1900s. I feel like I've had this shirt like since like my early army days, and maybe like one of the last, the, like the last ones of my of my army times. Because because I I used to fit this shirt, and then I couldn't fit this shirt anymore, and then I got back into being able to fit this shirt. And as you can see, like as I started to fit this shirt, like it's, it's still loose around the bicep area. Well, we 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 gonna get that worked out pretty soon. You understand? All right, but let's go ahead. <laughs> well, we gonna go ahead and get the podcast started. But you know, before we get into any sports, we like to start off the podcast with a little bit of a celebration. And what kind of celebration? A birthday celebration, right? We like to we have, we like to give a little birthday shout out to everybody that had that had a birthday since the last time that we had a podcast here. If you know anybody that had a podcast that had a birthday yesterday, 
and today, then go ahead and drop us. Go ahead, go ahead and drop me a little. Uh, go ahead and drop me their name in the comments, and I'll go ahead and give them a birthday shout out today as well, or tonight as well, I should say. Today, tonight, same thing. Potato, potato. I'm a potato. <laughs> Yo, DJ YT. Before I lose my composure, drop that beat. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Mm. Uh, uh. I'm a potato. I'm a potato. I'm a potato. <laughs> because, yeah, it's your birthday. We said it's your birthday. Check it, check it. Yeah, check it, check it. Yeah, because it's birthday we sing happy birthday my next one yeah my next one yeah all right folks if you guys have been here before you know what we're doing right now it's time for us to go ahead and give a nice little birthday shout out to everybody at the birthday let's go ahead and start off with the first birthday of the evening folks and the first birthday shout out that we're gonna give to first birthday shout out we gotta give is to is to is to it's not like I'm stolen. It's not like I'm stolen. It's to one Sean Brady, folks. I was yesterday. I want to say happy birthday to Sean Brady. Happy birthday to you. Sean Brady happens to be a homie that I met through a homie that I met through another homie. And he says happy birthday to you, Sean Brady. Sean Brady's a guy, by the way. All right? Hey, Sean is a guy. Sean ain't a bisexual name, is it? Is Sean a bisexual name? Nah. Bisexual? Yeah. Like, same shit. Unisex. What? Bisexual names, you know what I mean? Like Lance, right? A Mark. No. Happy birthday, Sean! Happy birthday, Sean! <laughs> right? Also, want to say happy birthday to Makita Makeda Evans. Makeda Evans happens to be my. No, is she my oldest? Makita. Yes, she is my oldest niece in, in, in the history of Nisido. Right, she is. Right, she's been my niece since I was ten years old. She's been so she's, so she's turning thirty, I think today. Like goddamn. So so for you guys that 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 you know that that don't that is really bad that simple math. That would mean I'm a man. I'm forty. You know what I said? I got you though. I got you. Right. But also another special birthday recently has passed. Right, and that's a birthday for one for, for one Big Knox, the notorious N O X. You guys, you for you guys in the, in the civilian world, right? You guys may know him as Lennox Mejia, but I call him Big Knox, the notorious NOX. That's my that's my little big homie. You know what I mean? My little Gordo. You know what I mean? Look at him cheeks. Look at him. Look at him cheeks. Look at him. Look at him cheeks. And then yo, and then, and then you know, and then you know his mom like like she really she really dolls him up for them pictures. She be getting him, she be getting him dapping in the motherfucker. She be getting the part in, the, in that motherfucker. She be giving him that whole, you know what I mean? She be giving him one of these, the 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 swooshing, the dupes. You understand? She be giving him one of these shits. <laughs> and she be like, listen, listen, it only lasts for five minutes, and they try to get as many pictures as they can in those five minutes. <laughs> But I want to say happy birthday to my, to my, I, I, you know what, I'm tripping, I'm tripping, I need to give him his proper title. That's my godson. I don't know if you know that. But that's 
my godson. That big knocks, notorious N O X. That's my godson. I have so happy birthday to my godson. Don't worry, I got your birthday present. I'll leave my bed. I'm hiding it from you. I don't want you to actually stumble in here one day. But like, hey yo, Uncle Talent, Dio Chocolate, what's up? But if you see the present right here, I'm like, oh shit, I wasn't expecting. It. You know, you can't walk or nothing. You know, and and you, and you guys don't ever pop up unexpectedly anymore. You know what I mean? <laughs> but. You know, I, I, I'm hiding it from you, but it's here. And, and trust me, you got one. Like, don't, don't let your upper uncles fool you. Like, I see, I saw your upper uncles. Hey, yo, would you want me to come drop off your gift? Hey, would you want me to come drop off your gift? Like, we ain't about to see you at a birthday party in nine days, right? <laughs> I, I got your present, too. I don't need you to come pick it up. I'll pop it off at the party when I'm a little tipsy. And, and, and you're a little tipsy off of, those, off of that mother's milk. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> so again, happy birthday to Sean, to Makeda, DJ Mighty, though let that beat die without me finishing over here. You know what I mean? Don't you be disrespectful. Okay. Right? So I want to say happy birthday to Makeda, my niece. want to say happy birthday to Sean Brady, who got no, who has no relation to me. want to say happy birthday to my godson, Big Knox and Notorious NOS. Yo, Darnell heard me say that for the first time. He was like, I can fuck with that. <laughs> Notorious oh NOX, Big Knox, you know what I mean? I, I try to call him Lil, I, I, I try to call him Lil something. And Lil's like, little Onyx. he was like, nah, Lil's like, no little, no littles at all. <laughs> he was like, we, like, we, we come from an era of big. And the little era came afterwards. You saw that, the little Wayne, the little Ness. What happens to those little people get big? We still call it Lil Wayne, Lil Wayne, that nigga's 38. Like, <laughs> you ain't little no more. That's why he over there still wobbly, wobbly, wobbly. Nigga, your hair's falling out. You ain't little no more. <laughs> You ain't growing here, you losing here. Hey, DJ Mike, you go ahead and drop that. No, no, let's go ahead. All right, wait, wait, let's go ahead and get finished on the birthday party, right? You know how easily distracted. I, I got regular juice in my cup, so I got a sugar rush right now. You got ADHD, guys. No, 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 no. Actually, I'm a little bit more hyper than I got ADHD. Right? So, I want to say happy birthday to Sean again. Happy birthday to my niece, Makeda. Happy birthday to Big Knox and Tokyo's NOS. Hope you all party hard. We hope you enjoy everything. We hope you regret nothing. But more importantly, we hope you get your weekend at Bernie's on and you continue to stay mighty. Now you can cut that beat. Woo! I'm about to lose, lose whatever little bit of voice I had just doing the birthday celebrations. Oh, you are you only on? going on chill with I see you popping into the podcast. Baby, can you do me a favor? Can you go on the podcast on Podbean and see if you can hear it? I seen Chill Will pop in and pop right back out. He normally doesn't do that, so that gives me a small indication that maybe I have technical difficulties over there. But if you can't, thank you. I really love you. Yo, that's, 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 my, that's my number one. That's my rider. That's my door face. My sugar dumplings. Like a nice caliente. Yeah, sure. We have some down. Go check the freezer. Perfect. Is it? Nice. Yeah. Okay, thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, Sugars. All right, now let's go again to the podcast, right? Let's, let's, let's get into the first topic of the day. <laughs> now, for you guys that have been here before, you're probably thinking, I got some mixed talk for you. You're probably thinking, like, oh, here we go. Here goes the Trey Young bashing. Here, here goes him upset about the Knicks loss. The Knicks just won tonight after a, back, after a back-to-back. I didn't see what happened with the Atlanta game. But... We're not gonna start off with that next talk today. We're not. We're not gonna go directly there yet, because there's something a little bit more serious happening in the basketball world. So we want to start off the podcast with probably the first thing that you heard me say when I started off these topics, and that is free Britney Griner. If you guys do not know who Britney Griner is, Britney Griner is a WNBA 
all store. When I, and, and I'm talking about she is a bona fide first ballot Hall of Famer whatever day that she decides to retire. She made she's probably going to easily go down as one of the top 10 big women in the game ever. Brittany Grimer is the third woman in WNB history to dunk a basketball in a game. She is a she is a living legend. They understand like LL Cool J stands for Ladies Love L Ladies Love Cool J. Well, you understand when we say LL Brittany Grimer, we're talking about living legend Brittany Grimer. Ain't no ladies love Brittany Grimer. Even though she may be gay, so the ladies may love her too. And she may love the ladies. But that's beyond. That's beside the point. Brittany Grimer, folks. Let me let me just give you let me just give you a resume because it's one of those things, right? And you guys know how I feel about the women here. You guys know how I feel about the women here. Hey, ladies. Thank you, big pun. That's courtesy of big pun enough. I, I guess no credit for that. So I'm, I'm trying to do that. So hopefully I, I can get away with being able to play that drop. But. That is big pun. Who, who, who else is in there? Sometimes you gotta send a woman to be a man. Sometimes you gotta nah, see somebody else is in there too. Hey, late. Nah, I can't. Where the ladies at? I don't know what the fuck that mix is from, but that's from somebody else. So that got shit to do with me. Like that shit slide. Don't block my shit. Right? So you know, you know, you know how much we love the ladies here, right? Like, like listen, like <laughs> yo, actually, L, the LL and ladies, like, like listen, like Listen, we love the ladies over here on the Mighty Sports Podcast. And that's the reason why we talk about the women's, the women's game and the women's sports so much. And if Brittany Grimer was a regular NBA star, I am telling you there would be a massive riots everywhere, right, for trying to get this woman free. You understand? She is a, she's a WNBA champion. She's a seven-time All-Star. She's a two-time scoring champion, folks, as a big woman in this game, right? She's an eight time block leader right she's been a WNBA peak performer she's been a she's been a three-time um WNBA first team three-time second team two-time defensive player of the year three-time defensive first team four-time defensive second team she won rookie she won she was on the rookie the all rookie team she she made the top 25 anniversary team she's a Russian national league champion she's a four-time Euro league champion she's the Russian cup winner she's an NCAA champion she's an NCAA final foremost outstanding player that's basically saying she, that's basically the MVP of the league at that time. She's the AP Player of the Year. She's the Honda Sports Award winner. She's a two-time Wade Trophy winner. She's a two. She's a she's a she's a two-time First Team All American. You understand? She's a second team All. She's a second team All American. She's a three-time Big Twelve Player of the Year. Four-time Big Twelve Defensive Player of the Year. McDonald's All American. WBCA High School Player of the Year, folks. Since two thousand and nine. So for thirteen years, we've been blessed with her with her greatness, right? One, one, one of the highnesses of, of the game, to be honest with you. And yet, right as we currently speak right now, she is being detained in Russia for what is considered reed resin in a, in a, in a, in a, in a, in a dried up cartridge. So not even like a cartridge that still has some shit. It was old. It was used. Blah, blah, blah. She, maybe she forgot to throw it away. Maybe she was smoking it right before she, maybe before she was getting ready to she needed to dump that shit. Right? I mean, I, I, I can account for that, you know? Like, oh my god, remember all the stuff we, we accidentally came back with? Listen, statute of limitation has passed within one year. <clears throat> right? <laughs> Tutu. Maybe elephants. 
Oh my god! I wish my niece was here because she would she would one hundred percent understand what I mean by the baby elephants. <laughs> Sorry, baby. Emotional damage. It's the first time I've ever played on the podcast. Okay, but it don't matter. It's okay. I've said it before. Okay. So, Brittany Griner, she's being detained for basically what is weed resin in her in a, in, a, in a pen. And obviously, Russia has its own laws when it comes to marijuana, right? They're they're when it comes to marijuana. I think they like I think you feel like that there's like a three year sentence or whatever or something <laughs> like that, and even possibly death. Right? <laughs> like, see, I'm I'm a sidebar a little right. I took I keep telling you my fir- one of my first loves when it comes to sports was baseball. So don't mind me when I take this shit left field, right? This is the reason why, and you've heard me mention this before on the podcast, but as the United States, right, they lessen or they lower their marijuana laws, they still have to worry about marijuana testing when it comes to the Olympic Committee, right? Like that is one of the banned substances that you can't have in your system, as much as well as a bunch of any other drugs. And even as marijuana is just, period, you know, period, is being... Um, the, the laws around be, is being lowered around the, around the world, and even you know, mainly around the United States. One of the things that we can't ignore is that the countries that still have it illegal, right? And trying to get it legalized for players in the United States, when there's players in Russia, there's players in China, there's there's, there's there are a lot of players that are under communist rule, right? To say to, say, to put it the easiest way that if they are caught with marijuana in their system, it isn't just a it isn't just a jail sentence. It's it's a death sentence. And we're talking about their death sentences ain't death and we're talking about lethal injection. We're talking about electric chair. We're talking about it's a death that's right, not a death sentence, it's a death penalty. You know what I mean? In some other countries. So that's the reason why the United States haven't really pushed it in the in, in, when it comes to Olympic competition to try to get it legalized for their players because it's just too much. It, it's one of the they they better know how to negotiate. Like this is the this is the kind of things that players try to negotiate for, right? While owners normally say, "Oh, you want us to allow you to do marijuana? Okay, well we're gonna take back ten percent of the money." And we'll give you marijuana. They're like, ah, fuck it. <laughs> or we won't give you, we won't give you any rights to the streaming contract if if you guys if, if you guys don't want to be tested. Everybody be like, oh, fuck yeah, we want to do marijuana, and not realizing the streaming money is worth hundreds of billions of dollars. Fucking derelicts. Sorry, NFL players piss me off because of their stupidity. Actually, the NFL just kind of pisses me off. Like, like me, 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 and me and um, me and um, are. KJ and I was talking earlier. We were talking about the NFL. We was talking about how the NFL is is is, is, is is like is like having a really annoying girlfriend, right? It's like like damn, like she just get you get you mad and gets upset all the goddamn time. But then all of a sudden they do some shit like they did today, and you're like everything's okay. <laughs> like I'm ready to watch you again, and I want to see what the fuck is going on. But you just remember how despicable that they are. We talk about the NFL. NFL. NFL is despicable. Not, not your girlfriends. Not your girlfriend. 
But you're comparing it to like ha- to having an annoying girlfriend. Yeah. I'm annoying. Continue. You like you more like the NBA, baby. Oh, the, oh, we're talking about the NFL. Yeah, we're talking about the NFL. Okay, I can't wait till we divulge into that. You, you more like the NBA. Everybody wants to be here. It's a fun league. But? There's no buts. I mean, it's a big but. But <laughs> 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 the point that you want. <laughs> right, the analogy of... So, no, back to Brittany Griner. All right, I forgot how we get here. Y'all see how he can't stay on topic, right? Told you I go left field. So, no, no, like I, I was telling you, like this out, like play, this fight the Olympic committee doesn't, like doesn't try to negotiate about like, having players be able to take marijuana because it's not worth it. What you end up losing in the long run isn't worth the, you know, I mean, what you lose in the big picture isn't worth something as minute as allowing people allowing players to smoke weed. But like in, the, in in leagues like the NBA, especially like the NFL, players try to negotiate being being allowed to smoke weed, and in exchange they, they exchange it they exchange it for hundreds of millions of dollars. Like when you hear players get something little minute, like oh we get oh we we get to cut down on practices, oh we we get no marijuana testing, oh we get this. Guess what? They lost something else in that negotiation. For every little thing that they gain, they lose something, and they have traded in things that don't matter to NFL owners monetarily wise and to lose money for like the things that they, they that they ask for owners don't care about because it's not really costing them money you don't want to test for marijuana okay fine that ain't gonna cost us money but you know what since we're gonna give you something this is negotiations quick pro pro we want a little something we want a little head to leave the table too and next you know you're sucking your dick for the rest of your life and wondering <laughs> how the fuck i got why, why, why the fuck i got this crusty shit on my face you understand so britney grime is caught up in all of this madness but also one of the other things that she's caught up in is, is a political war, right? Because right now Russia's is 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 raiding Ukraine still, right? Ukraine is doing their best to try to fight back. I will continue to hear how how David is going against Goliath and shit like that, right? Which isn't a story about 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 a man versus a giant. Because when is the last time you've seen a giant? What it is is about a really short man versus a really tall man. Was Goliath even a Cyclops too in this story? Was it somebody else? I can't remember. When was the last time you seen a, a, a Cyclops either? Maybe that was a guy with, with like an eye patch or something. Maybe, maybe some shit like that. But he was no goddamn Cyclops. He's goddamn made up sporty tales that we've been living our lives based off of. Just saying. What's going on, chill? Welcome to the podcast. We got, we got, our, we got our Cleveland correspondents. You know, I see me Cleveland correspondent going on over here, and also the, the 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 number one body mover in the Cleveland area as well. Like, if you've been moving your body to some kind of big tunes, it's probably been it's probably been um with, with, with the crew that Chill has been rolling through that area with because they got the, they they've had the party go. Let's continue. Right? <laughs> so Brittany Griner, she's caught up in, in, in all of that mess, and I feel I feel that if and, and I understand like I feel that if I I, I know. I know for a fact, if with the resume that Brittany Griner Grimer has, Griner, right, like Grinder, Griner, right, <laughs> the 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 resume that Brittany Griner has, if she was a male NBA, if she was a male athlete, period, not even just a male NBA athlete, if she was a male athlete, period, with her resume, 
nobody would ever be talking about um, Kyrie Irving and his playing mandates. The whole entire thing would be about freeing Britney Griner. Just, just, just like how fuck, I'm forgetting her name. I know it wasn't Cheryl Shrew that did it, but damn it, who, who, who was it? Who was it? The WNBA player that basically forfeited basically two, two, three years of her career to to go um to go ahead and fight for a man um in the justice system, and then once he got who was wrongly accused, and then once he got once they earned his freedom, that she got married to him and came back to the league. Was that Maya Moore? I think it was Maya Moore. Yeah, it was Maya Moore. So it's it's, t- it's times like this. Yeah, see, she would have popped it up. <laughs> so it's times like this when our women athletes are doing uh things are happening with our women athletes, and they and it's it's things like this act their activism or them being held hostage because I, I don't think people understand this right or people him held hostage that it's not getting enough of enough national attention it's not getting enough love enough uh, enough hate it's not getting enough anything it's just it's just blowing through the fucking wind like a goddamn leaf in the autumn. But Brittany Griner, let's not make any mistake, she's being held hostage by Russia. And part of the reason why I think that the United States has not gone more ham into this is because of, because of the fact that Russia is currently now bombing Ukraine. And also, Sleepy Joe may be a pussy. It's okay for me to say it. I, I, like he's, he's not really my favorite president. Listen, just because he's Democratic and I vote and I voted Democratic the majority of my life doesn't mean that he's he, he's he's my president of favor. I, I could I'll denounce any president I don't like, regardless of public, regardless of, of party affiliation. I hope you guys fully understand that the next time some Republican makes it that I don't like either. That, you understand? There's Democrats that I don't like as well. It's just the majority of people I didn't like were Republicans. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, like they, they know what they were doing. Listen, there was a there was a madness. To, there was a unpredictable madness about Donald Trump that kept the rest of the world in check while he was in office because they didn't they they were they were afraid of the unknown. They know Sleepy Joe's gonna follow every bit of protocol when it comes to it, and he ain't gonna do nothing outside of the book. Listen, even President Bush is like, "Hey, they got weapons of mass destruction. We're in the motherfucking clouds, bitch. I don't care. Go over there." <laughs> <laughs> That's literally what the motherfucker said. <laughs> we know Sleepy Joe ain't gonna make up no shit like that. His best bet right now to go start a war at Russia may be like, oh, they got Britney Griner um, tied up. They have an eight-time def- they have an eight-time block leader, NBA champion, a, mul- a multiple-time all-star locked up right now. They've been held hostage, and we need to go save our people because other than that, ain't no reason I can see him going over there. It's gonna take a whole lot of mandates. I'm telling you this right now. This this is gonna be one of the wars that we play so by the book. It's almost it's almost like we don't want to go fight. And I understand that we probably don't want to go fight. We're America. We see motherfuckers getting bullied. We're supposed to be like, what the fuck is going on here? God damn it! This is what we've been waiting for. Yippee Kanye, motherfucker. I'm just saying, it's, it's what we build out. It's what we build our reputation on. And that is what the rest of the world knows us as. If you're gonna be something, live up to your reputation. Don't stop now. If you're gonna fight everybody's war, why are you stopping now? Go, 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 and wreck some shit up. Go fight with Russia. It's been a minute anyway. Y'all niggas been, y'all, y'all niggas been, been standing across the room for each other, giving each other the stink out all fucking, all fucking night. You know what I mean? Every single week, y'all go out and y'all see each other at the same club. Y'all over there looking at that motherfucker over You know, I don't like that nigga. I go over here sniffing right now. Let him say the wrong shit. And then y'all pass you. What's going on, homie? Now nah, everything good. Okay. <laughs> y'all been doing that for decades now. Y'all been don't like each other. Y'all been sneak dissing each other. You understand? Like, just go ahead and squash that beef. Let's go blows. Just meet each other in the schoolyard and start bombing motherfuckers. I'm just saying. Bombs over Baghdad. And whichever place ever gets caught up in the middle. 
I'm saying. I apologize. That's that kind of shit that gave me my PTSD. I shouldn't even talk like that. But please, we need to free Britney Griner. And I 100% do not believe that there is enough stink being made about her being held hostage. So I will tell you what I will be doing every single time that we have a podcast until she is free. I will be starting off every single podcast talking about freeing Britney Griner and remind you about her resume. Because I'm telling you, if she was Joe Griner... NBA multiple time, NBA champion, NBA all-star, there would have been an uproar of um, bigger than fucking Little Wayne song. But let's get into some lighter side of sports, right? Because <laughs> we have to transition. We have to transition. Like that, that's some big shit that's going on here, right? But let's get let's get let, 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 let's go ahead and transition. And let's, you know what? I don't want to get into some lighter side of sports. We have a new Florida man. We have a new Florida man. And not because of anything stupid. You don't have to be stupid to be a Florida man, right? You just have to make the news in the state of Florida and be a man or have, or be a woman. You know what I mean? Be some, be, be part of mankind. You, even, you could even be a gorilla because of Harambe shit that happened in Florida. Florida man. We got we got some really big news. Like it's it's really funny that I'm taking tongue and cheek this, but there's only really one reason behind it, and that is because the reason why we're talking about Florida man is because somebody, not just somebody, one of the baddest wide receivers in the game has changed teams and he has made his way to the Miami Dolphins. So now I have to go from somebody that I actually liked and cheered for to now hating this man. In an instant like that, she was good just a week ago. We all know that story. We all know that phrase. That's what happens when you bring your ass down to the Dolphins. That's what happens when you bring your ass down to Tampa Bay. You understand? You become part of the Florida man group. It's like being part of the blue man group, right? You start being part of the Florida man group, and guess what? You get all of this four letters over here. This H-A-T-E. But... The big news that there is, is that we heard earlier today, and things happen real fast, folks. Tyreek Hill, or the Kansas City Chiefs, gave Tyreek Hill permission to go talk to other teams to pursue a trade. And I know immediately, I, as soon as I heard that, my mind exploded. Right? I was like, What? Like, like you, you mean, like Tyreek Hill, Tyreek Hill? Like, like we're talking about Mr. Cheetah, Mr. I'm trying to challenge Hussein Bolt to a to a to, um to a to a foot race. Yes! <laughs> yes! If you ever hear this, I probably just blew your ear out. I'm gonna tell you right now. In less than five seconds, I'm going to do it again. So prep yourself and turn that volume down to half. But when I heard that news, I said to myself, Yes! Barely loud as fuck. I'm 
gonna have to adjust this on the fly and bring it back it's in. It's not like you yelling. It's not me, but it represents me. <laughs> Tyreek Hill, one of the top wide receivers in the game, is now on open market. And immediately, we heard the two teams, immediately, I should say immediately, 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 speculation happens, right? Where is he going to go? Where can he fit? Who's going to get him? Who has the money? Who has the assets? What's going to take, right? What would you do for a Klondike bar? Right? All, all that shit. And like I said, things move quickly. Before you can even finish that thought bubble, you, you, know, you, know, you, know, you know that brainstorm that she used to do it in, in, in comprehensive class. You start writing on all the little ideas. Because that's basically what happened. He's like, bloop, 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 bloop. Like all these little idea bubbles is popping into your head. And before all of them could formulate, they got popped. It came out of two teams, the New York Jets and the Miami Dolphins. And I ain't going to lie to you. I ain't going to lie to you. A small part of me for half a millisecond got excited. A small part of me, right, for half a second was over here. Like, oh, baby. Oh, baby. I, I, I was... I was a little turned it on. Oh, you know what I mean? <laughs> and then, as I'm getting this news, I'm taking a shit, right? I ain't gonna lie to you guys. Listen, I'm gonna be honest here. This is my sports podcast. We, we, you come here for the truth and nothing but the truth. You, you come here for that raw shit. You come here for that ODB. You understand? You come here, you come here to get your girl pregnant. That's what I'm talking about. You come here, rest in peace to all the people in Orlando. You come here to shoot up the club. You get that shit raw. <laughs> Chip was like, hold on. You mean... Oh, no. I'm so sorry, guys. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. My annoyance cracks me up. My, my, I, I really does. Should we be expecting some news? No. Congrats. No. What are you talking about? No. Whoa. See. Yes. No. I do be shooting up the club, though. I do be shooting up the club, but not on purpose. It's because, like, I, like, what? Shut up. Aren't you talking about sports? Listen, we're talking about life. This is a sports podcast that revolves around life. Mm. Like, that Mr. Clark shit be happening on me. You know what I mean? You know what I'm talking about, that Mr. Clark shit. Oh like, like she, <laughs> Mr. Clark, you know, he used, he, he used to chain the doors. Like, she be pulling guard. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like full MMA. <laughs> I'm going to be a great papa. Listen, I already know, <laughs> listen, I already know that even, even my kids or my grandkids, I'm going to make them call me Papa T. Like it's gonna be some crazy shit like that. Like, like listen, they, they ain't gonna be no 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 ordinary shit. Right? Dad. Ain't gonna be no dad. You know, it's gonna dad. be like pop tea, like pop 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 smoke, like pop pop tea smoke. <laughs> extra. <laughs> it's gonna be some extra shit. <laughs> like I'm gonna make my kid call me breadwinner. Like, <laughs> implant subliminal messages in his head. <laughs> like you like. <laughs> When is the when is the gender reveal? There's no gender reveal. The gender reveal is is in is is going to be on April first of two thousand and twenty five. <laughs> that's when the gender reveal is going to take place, right? But what we were what we were revealed with pretty soon was Tyreek 
Tyreek Hill's um, two destinations. He said New York and he said Miami. And as I'm sitting there taking a shit, right, it quickly hits me. And I'm like, one, I'm going to tell you, because I feel like these two, these two, these two thoughts popped up like almost simultaneously, two thought bubbles, right? Because everything had been popped. So two thought bubbles popped up. I did a New York Jet to being played, and he looked like a Florida boy. Like, I don't know where Tyreek Hill is from, and maybe maybe he's that I need to look into. Let's see. But Tyreek Hill, didn't he used to have gold teeth and all kinds of shit? Like, he looks like a Florida boy from Pearson's GA. Yeah, like I said, he looked like a Florida boy. <laughs> like gold teeth and all, right? So when, once that hit me, I was like, oh, he coming to Florida. He's not going to New York. Like he's not gonna go to New York. New York was played to be used for their assets. Like New York is is used a lot, right? New York, whether it's in football or it's in hockey or it's in baseball or it's in basketball, the New York franchise and the New York market is often pitted against other teams while they're doing negotiations to up the price. And because New York teams are always, and I'll say it, thirsty, desperate, fiending. For some kind of star to come and um, come and bless their franchise, right? They can always they can always be leveraged against against other teams, and you never know if it's true or not until later on. Like, and L, until later on the next day, like next the Jets be like, um, we weren't interested in that motherfucker at all, and then that will piss off their fan base. Like, why the fuck weren't you interested in that motherfucker? You definitely had the motherfucking assets. Why the fuck you over here? You over here doing franchise by practice, and we quickly forget that you were being played. So as soon as I heard it, like as soon as I started like really, as soon as all of the other bubbles popped and those two popped up, I was like, I think New York was gonna be a player and he looked like a Florida boy. And no doubt, as soon as I sent that message that he looks like a Florida boy, listen, me and Chill Will and I were in the same text. As soon as you ready to hop in there, Chill, you know, you ready. Cause I wanna hear I definitely wanna hear how you feel about Tyreek coming to Miami. And actually, you know what? Because I still have to talk about how I feel about Tyreek Hill coming to <laughs> the Miami motherfucking Dolphins. <laughs> this is going to be some emotional damage. <laughs> I can't wait. I haven't gone in yet. I haven't even gone in yet. Right, I haven't even gone in yet, but trust me, when I when you can go in just how I'm about to go in on the Miami Dolphins if you can get yourself some blue chew. What is blue chew? Blue chew just happens to be a little blue pill that can get you back that thrill. All you need to do is open up a pack and head straight to the sack. Just a few chews before you do do the do 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 macaroni, macaroni, right. <laughs> For a very low cost, you can beat it up like a boss, right? She's going to love how you come through like a champ when you blue chew in advance. This has the same active ingredients as Vigran Cialis, so this is one opportunity that you just can't miss, right? And if you use this week's promo code of... What do we got? What do we got for them this week? What promo code you got for them this week? Let me know. You got, you got a promo code for them this week? I, I know you do. I know you do. There we go. Pull it up for me. This week's promo code is EZRJ. All right, E Z R J, Echo, Zulu, Romeo, Juliet, E Z R J. 
and you can get your first $20 order of Blue Chew for free on from the folks right here on Monday. Yep, first order for free. Only thing you're going to have to do is pay for shipping and handling. That's about $5. Listen, don't, 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 don't stress me about those $5. It goes to your postal workers. You know, they deliver between rain, hail, sleet, or snow, and they're giving you something that can keep you hard through rain, hail, sleet, or snow. You understand? Because when you get your order of Blue Chew, there's only two requirements. You're going to chew it, and then you're going to do it. Blue chew. Now let's get let's 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 get back into let's get back into the um to, to this Tyreek Hill trade, right? I I I kind of knew automatic. Like I I, saw, I I sent a message quickly, right, over to the to, to the group chat, and I was like, oh, he'll I, 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 he's going to Florida. He looks like a Florida boy, and within seconds, right, there was um a, a response came back. Oh, it's it's official. He's going to the Miami Dolphins. I'm like, I knew it. I knew it. I knew he wasn't going to the Jets. I knew he wasn't going to the Jets. But now that adds another weapon down to the Miami Dolphins to two or three. I time. feel like he's stupid for not going to the Jets. I think the Jets probably in a better situation for him to um, succeed. I think that boy ain't bad as it. I don't know, Tua. It depends on the quarterback, right? So, oh, but but I feel like the Jets. Chill, we'll keep me here spitting fire. Hey. You know why? Because drop takes, don't you? Drop takes, don't you? Sir, yes, sir. Well, if you're going to drop takes, you might as well go ahead and drop them exhibitiously. <laughs> drop them exhibitiously. Where's that? Exhibition. It's an exhibition. It's an exhibitionly. Exhibitiously. It's an exhibition. <laughs> You say that shit, you forget the actual word. It's expeditious, oh, but uh, every time I say that shit, I forget how to say the regular word. I'm fucking saying the word like you. I'm being, a, I'm being, a, I'm being a fucking business beating. I'm being a fucking seminar I'm talking about expeditiously. They're gonna be like, what the fuck? What? <laughs> we, gonna do? we about to fight? We about to fight? What you do? You say, listen, I apologize. It happens to be something that somebody plays for me on a podcast like that I go on regularly and he won't fix it and it's not <laughs> because fucked up shit does happen to us sometimes. Like something that happens to us funny like that. We remember the wrong way of some shit. We're like, damn, what was the right way to do that shit again? Like, fuck, I can't remember anymore. Like when you right, hear a remix right. of, of, of a song, you, can't, you, you forget the, the original version sometimes. Like, fuck, how did that original version go again? But Yeah, so what I meant by that, bro, was no, go ahead, go ahead. The Jets is pro. I mean, that's the best division to be in an AFC, right? If you're gonna mm-hmm. compete, because mm-hmm. every other division is fucking bonkers. Well, I guess the, the South, AFC South, is, is the Houston division. Who is all in that division? Is Miami? I guess that's not a bad division because it's the Texans. They in the AFC South, ain't they? The Miami Dolphins, correct? They're on the AFC South, right? Go mute on the nigga. Damn, damn. Uh, Helen Keller, come back. Welcome to the My T Sports Show with your boy, your host, Jill Will, because T has left the building. What the? Yes, fuck? I did. I'm right here, though. I'm back. You <laughs> 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 got to get some weed. See, this is what happens to do. You get addicts in the. He forgot his sack and like, where my goddamn, where my goddamn backwoods? 
And yeah, I mean, hurry up. You tried to run out on my ass. And then I would try to refer to you, and then you was gone and shit. You left me hanging. That's some bullshit. What type of co-host is you? What a horrible call. Kind of engineer is you, man. That's some bullshit. It's horrible. You could have you gave me like a heads up in the chat room or something. You just you thought you were gonna sneak out on my ass. I'm gonna do that next time. I'm gonna have to do that next time. <laughs> I was like, I was like, yeah. you know what? This sound like it's about to be a long-winded answer. I think yeah, I got time. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. Isn't that? And long, okay. true enough, it's always it's always happened. But yeah, like Miami, the AFC South was his Texans, Miami. Um, who else down there in that in that division? No, um, no, no. Today no, in the East, Miami, in the East, Miami, Miami is the East with with, with New England, Miami's, right? New England. Yeah, well, the Jets, New England, the Jets. Oh, so damn, man, that's it. It ain't no. What's the What's the South then? What's the South? It's Houston. I can't even think beyond Houston. Fuck me. Mm. I can't think beyond Houston. Like I can't. Hold on, I'm gonna pull them up. Uh, Tennessee, 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 probably in the South. Yeah. Houston, Tennessee. Um, fuck me, man. Um. Indianapolis is is, in the, is that that's in the south? And where's the Indianapolis at? AFC South. So AFC South has okay. So we're talking about Tennessee, Indianapolis, Houston, and, and Jacksonville. Chill. Okay. Well, yeah, so that's who's in the, that's who's in the AFC South. If you were to go there, wait, let me see. Yeah. Who just went to Indianapolis? Who was that? Who was that? That was um Matt Ryan or some shit like that. Young Southern Jacksonville, Houston has no team, and then Tennessee Titans, like they've been ruling that division. They'll probably end up we'll probably end up winning that again. They could continue. Um Yeah, see, either way. Right, I say whoever you go to the whoever he went to the Jets went to Miami. He was gonna have to face that division. Just it's just what you got to face in that division. You know what I mean? Like where you gonna face from? You gonna face it from New York, or you gonna face it from Miami? Sunshine. You know what I mean? Um, good weather, no state tax. Yeah. So so the AFC South may be the AFC South. What's the weakest divisions? Would you say just a sidebar? The AFC, the, the NFC probably East maybe, and the AFC. South would be the weakest divisions in football. Well, the AFC East, let me see, because they said they have the Jets and the Dolphins in there. And let me see, but you think that's South, hold on, but the Houston, Houston, the Jaguars, Tennessee, I mean, and who else? they're pretty bad. Tennessee, um, Tennessee and yeah. Indy, Tennessee, and Indy are going to be good. Okay, um, yeah, that, yeah, that, yeah, that, yeah. May, so, that may be the worst, that may be the worst one in the AFC, and it's not by much because remember, we did yeah, this already, yeah, right? Yeah. We just did this in the AFC, like. The, the, the Jaguars, the Texans, and the Jets may be the three worst teams in it, but that's because every other team is Buffalo, New England, Miami. And you know what, see, what, see what Miami just got. Yeah, Buffalo, right, New Cincinnati. England, though. That's not the worst division, though. That can't be. Yeah, yeah Buffalo, New England. Pittsburgh, Cleveland, Baltimore, Tennessee. And the Miami, Miami, to be honest, they, they I mean, with Brian Flores, they wasn't bad at all. So mm-hmm. we just don't know with this new coach. So they definitely would. I wouldn't pick them. And the Jets, they had they balled out. End of the year, they 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 showed improvement, right? You could have been a little bit slightly, at least not mad at them, you know. Maybe not proud, but not mad at them. <laughs> so, um, okay, I don't know yeah, what the fuck so just I, happened. I think, well, I'm sorry. I'm watching this Brooklyn and Memphis game. 
I, and I and at the beginning of this fourth quarter, Brooklyn had taken back the lead, and they were running. They was running away with this game. It is now 130, 120, a minute 45 left, Memphis, and this is with no John Morant. Well, they build coast, bro. You already know that. You already knew that. They in the West too. They in the West, bro. They balling like that in the West. The, the, the NBA is evened out though. I, the, the, the NBA, that's amazing. It's a couple of amazing things happening with the quarterbacks in the NFL, and then just how the league, how the NBA overall is is, is um evening out, and just all, overall in the sports. They got these science, these factories. So where these kids are coming in, and they're they're just like, this is talent coming, just abundance yeah. of talent just coming up. It much used to be like us, you know. Yeah, yeah, just earlier. It is. These guys like, ready earlier. What we're doing in a weird way, without doing it, which the NBA wants to fully do, they want to like adapt that soccer European system where. You can have That's the Asian system too, though. When you you know, we adopting that too. We got schools, high schools now, where they committed to NBA careers. Mm-hmm. The one in Atlanta, Georgia, the one in the school mm-hmm. in Georgia, where you got literally like about fifty or thirty to fifty players, and that's all they do. They they the top the top tier players in the league. You know, you, they find them um, in like ninth grade or something. You know, eighth grade, and they they take them into their school, and then they 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 train them up. And they can damn near come out probably going stretching their beard because they be so developed. And they waking up six in the morning, all the way till they go to sleep, just training. And they do the classes in the in, in, in between. I forgot that's that's they, they get that. Hockey has been like that forever. Where for hockey players, for like twelve years old, they've been going away to Canada and across and and, and leaving the country to go to like some. Hockey, hmm. hockey, like high school and stuff like shit like that. You know what I mean? Where it's I never just, knew that. Yeah, hockey's been doing this since. So I don't know how. I'm listening. So the guy that I listen to that talks about this is, is as old as I am. So he talks about when he came through the league. And so he was coming through the league in the, like in the early 2000s, but going through all of this in in like the 90s. You know what I mean? Like in like in the mid 90s and shit like that. So so it's been here for hmm. easy like I'm gonna say 30, 40 years. And it's been mm. part of the NHL system. We don't we don't even hear about it because there ain't no black people there to talk about that shit. <laughs> right. Right. You know, also they don't black people sending their kids away just like that to go live in no motherfuckers in Canada. They're like yeah, shit. Nah, like, you really want that motherfucker babysitting down the street? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so yeah, you're right. So, so I think I think that's a big difference. But I didn't mean to curtail. But I mean. From the Jets, but I think I think that's a better. I, I really feel like, um, what's the running back y'all got? That's dope. Um, he was kind of hurt though. Forgot his name. I was high on him before he even came out last year. Um, he was one of my sleeper picks. Y'all got him, and if he could be healthy, I can't remember his name, but he was he's he's definitely a good running back when healthy, and he showed it last year when he was at the end of the year. End of the year, I was I was impressed with the Jets. I was I was okay with Zach Wilson. You give him Tyreek Hill though, and they, I think they got better, better. I don't know about the coaching in Miami, right? So, right now I'm gonna say they got better coaching. They feel like I feel like it was a, on an upward t- trajectory, and, and to being cohesive, and Ty um, 
Uh, no, 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 no. The rookie. He was a rookie. He was a rookie. And he's better than Ty Johnson. Way better. I cannot remember his name. Michael Carter. Is it Michael Carter? It's Michael Carter. You're supposed to know this, man. You're a Jets fan. Well, whatever. Whatever you about to say, don't even say it. But you know what I mean. Fucking, this is sad. No, because the only name I, I keep popping up is, is, is fucking... This is Michael Meyer. Carter. It's Michael Carter. It's Michael Carter. It's got to be. Okay. Well, but, yeah, he's he's an awesome... You, you got you to gotta look at him, bro. He's he's definitely y'all starting quarterback. I mean, running back on the depth chart. Um, He's dope, bro. You got... I mean, put up tape on him. You'll see. Um, no, but at, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, you know, you go to Tua. If Tua's good... You know, the Miami can use them. But I just don't know about the coaching. Who knows about that organization, period. That organization mm-hmm. is not run well. You know what I'm saying? They, they, you, you, just, you just fired the cheat code to every good quarterback in the NFL. Brian Flores is the cheat code. He can break down any – starting from Tom Brady. And then he did he – did, he, had, he had success against Lamar Jackson. He had success against um, Tom, the Tom Brady's of the world. What more can you ask? He got them both covered. And he's now with the Steelers, which even though they don't got a quarterback, they're a quarterback away from being – and at the end of the day, if they get like a Malik Willis who's who's viable, you already know the system they have in place, you don't need a lot. Ben wasn't that great when he won his first Super Bowl. And then they ain't got nobody against – they got they, they can put everything around them because they haven't got the – like, you know, when you spend $40 to, for a, a quarterback, man – a lot of those teams don't win Super Bowls. Me and my friend were talking about this earlier. I mean, you can you can go ahead and spend your money on those Khalil Max or those Tyreek Hills, but sometimes that pigeonholes you. You know, it's cool that two was on his contract on his on his first year, on, but that's, that's when that, Russell won. That's when um, that's Mahomes what, won. That's when he's supposed to do it, though, right? When you do the moves to get a tight the Tyreek Hills and stuff like that, is when you do have the right, the, right, 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 right. That you're hoping that. It's gonna help break. It's gonna through. set you over the top. Gotcha. Yeah, but I don't know if he went to the. I don't know if Tua and this squad has been that team, and he's gonna be that guy. Like I, you know, like I don't. I don't think this coaching is that though. Right. You don't know. If it was Brian Flores, I would say they 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 contenders now. I mean, depending on it's all depend. It would all depend on Tua, right? I'll put on, but now nah, I'm not gonna put on Tua because he got to learn another system. You know, he don't. I don't. You don't even know these coaches are good in, in the organization from the top down. Got some stuff that they got to go through, you know, this and they still got allegations against them. They got something to go through this year. They they have they have their yeah. own. The, the thing that they don't want players to have, they're about to have distractions. <laughs> right, and then you don't know if your owner racist. Like if you're black, you you know what I'm saying? These are black boys on these teams. You know they like I don't know if I want to play for these motherfuckers. Like I, that's for, that's for real too, right? Because with what they said about hey, I was trying to get them to lose and all kinds of shit, and this down the third. Like yeah, like I would have, I would have serious quibs about going. You know what I mean? Going to that, going to a team that has all of that attached to it. Like 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 how, like life and nothing. Like like how would feel about going to the Phoenix Suns? I would feel oh, some. Oh man. Oh man. But can I did tell you? Did you get that I, shit? Did you did you I, did you watch that shit? I didn't. I didn't. I, I, I did not watch it, but I, I I need to. But I'm not. Anything that happens about the Phoenix says I'm not surprised, because yeah, but it's been I'm tell it's you, been around. I'm gonna tell I'm gonna tell I'm gonna tell you that when the thing came out about 
the Clippers owner. Was it what, what was his name again? Not David Stern. What uh, was his name? Uh, Damn. Man, you forget his name when you said David Stern. I know his name. Um <laughs> the Clippers owner. Um the old guy. Uh oh, shit. Sterling, yeah, Sterling. Donald Sterling, something like that. Okay, there we go. So when when the, when the shit popped up about him, right? And I and what happened is that people don't even, people forget. If you really look at the NBA, you can see that there's a couple of teams around the league that don't give a fuck about their franchise, right? And there was always bad shit coming out about them. When that shit happened with the Clippers, I came right here. Go pull up the, go pull up the early tapes, and I was like, yo. I don't know when is when that ball is gonna drop. I will not be surprised. And I specifically said if we hear this about the Phoenix Suns, because I've always felt like they ran their organization the same exact way the Clippers were. They never really gave a fuck about it. They, they, they used to get lucky because of like their location and taxes and shit like that. That they, they used to get certain players, but these players are always bouncing. Nobody ever stayed there. They never developed and like you know what I mean. Like when you get a franchise that never really develops anybody, like we know New York's problem. They don't develop anybody because they don't keep anybody. Like, they don't keep anybody. They're always chasing the carrot. There's a difference when you constantly get all these players and nobody ever wants to stay with you. Remember, remember the Phoenix Suns used to be a black hole for, for a period of time. Just like the Clippers were. It's just like I said, Clippers, right. the Phoenix right. Suns used to get lucky. They used to draft a Mario Stoudemire. You know what I mean? They, they picked up, like, Steve Nash get, came there. You know what I mean? They had Dan Marley. You know, Charles Barkley wanted to do some shit there. But... I'm telling you, I've always felt this way about the Phoenix Suns. So when I heard this, I was like, I am not surprised at all. The Phoenix Suns always gave me that kind of vibe. And um, and um, Dan, Danny Ferry um is uh, I remember Danny. I remember some certain execs came through there, but something wasn't right. You know what I'm saying? And I think, <laughs> and that's. And, but that was he was like Danny, said some racist shit. Danny Fury racist was the one shit. that said he said some he racist said, shit. Was that he was in Atlanta? No, 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 no. <laughs> I know exactly. I know exactly what it was. So I kind of defended him, in a way, right? <laughs> Not really defended him, but I said I, I was I was I gave the other side of the coin. He said it was what he said about um, damn it, wild game on his scouting report, where he was like. He's um shit. He said something about 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 him being African, right? Where he was like, he was like, but it wasn't really racist though. He was just, yeah. it wasn't really racist. It was just as an observation. Yeah, we may have discussed this too, cause I, cause even I defended him. I said, I even said to people that it don't, it didn't sound real racist. It just sounded he compared multiple nations and they happen to be black, <laughs> and and it was like, listen. If you're African, you, he says something about he has a sneaky game. You know what I mean? Like he has a sneak. And I'm like, you can tell because if you see that he's black, you may want, you may think that he's gonna play like black Americans. And black Americans play very athletic and very and, and with, 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 a, with a lot of hype and, and movement, where Africans may be playing a lot more like like Europeans. So he says something like 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 he was like somebody it was a, like a fake storefront African shit like that some shit like that where like he looks like something on, on on the outside but his game was something completely different so he probably thought that he was athletic and he was like oh damn no he's very fundamentally sound and that's and, that, and but and but it was insensitive in a weird ass way like whatever the fuck it was, it was some shit right and I remember making a thing thing about it and mm-hmm. I, I think actually I want to say that's like my first season of the podcast that may be season one. 
<laughs> if I'm not mistaken, that may be season one early in the first season, too. You may be to find it within the first 15 uh, podcasts ever that I did. And don't mind the dog tags dingling in the background. That's because I was probably recording it in my car on my way to work. <laughs> oh, man. No, no, no. That, that, that shit is crazy. But, yeah, I'm not, I'm not surprised about Phoenix. Not, I'm, not, I'm not surprised about what's going on with Phoenix. Um, how did we get to Phoenix? Suns in basketball at that. So, so yeah. That's okay. So that means we're crazy. Gonna... I'm looking at something right here. With Jimmy Butler and Spolstra, bro. They had a meltdown. They talking about it. They about to go at it. You got to see this. Oh, shit. Are they playing right now? Yeah, man. Uh, but I just posted it in the chat. I don't know. You on a you on a you on a computer, so you probably can click on the link. Um, if not, I'll put it in the chat. But man, this is cra- it's crazy though. My homeboy just put it in one of the groups, and I'm like, man, Jimmy got to chill, man. Supposed to like you go, you know it got to be Jimmy because supposed to so mad, and he don't lose his composure like that. You know, you never see supposed to lose his composure like this. He don't ever do it. this dude like by the he. He like not like about to whoop his ass, you know what I'm saying? Like about to knuckle up, like he know karate or something. Like I know I can beat you. You might be bigger than me, but I'm about to whoop your ass. <laughs> like he had that energy, like the hood. Like I'm from the hood. Yeah, this is this is you know. What is Eric Spoelstra? I don't know what the fuck he is. Oh, he is. Wow. Yeah. Oh, they they thugs. They're they real thugs. So. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, but either way, he's still if he it's third world, that's third world, that's third world energy. <laughs> they thugs, <laughs> <laughs> they real thugs. All right, so let me see. Spoke through the clipboard at him. Damn, that's got it. That shit don't happen though, man. Okay, so let me see. Let me see. Is this video? It's a, it's, it's video. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. They got the words. They got the shit. No, it's going. Yo, no, 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 no. No, there's a part that you're missing. There's a it's the first thing that I saw. There's a part that you're missing. What? No. This ain't him and Spo. Okay, wait. Let's see what happened. Okay, whoa, whoa. I gotta see this again. Now, this him no, and Spo. No, no, it's him and Spo, but that's not what I'm that's not what I'm looking at for. That's not what I'm looking at for. Jimmy Butler's gonna have to. Okay, okay. Okay, okay, I see him and Spoke going at it now. That's not how it started. That's not how it started. Whoa, 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 whoa. Okay, whoa, whoa, whoa. we're we gonna break this down right here. Okay, they, they, they're at midcourt. Bam out of bios, putting Jimmy away. Okay, so there goes him and them arguing. Okay, so I'm gonna tell you what I see right now. I'm gonna tell you what I see right now. Right? I don't know what happened first. Jimmy about to get sent back to Philly. I'm ready to comments. Fuck this. Hold on. <laughs> Man, I, I don't care what happened. My point is they about to they getting at each other. That and it Spolster don't get out of character like that. Whenever you okay. see him get that I mean you get to see him riled up, obviously, but when does he get that much out of character? Like that don't happen. So it had to be something Jimmy did or said. It had to be. 
because he's ready to fight this dude. I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you also what happened, right? He said something that wasn't just offensive to Eric Spoelstra. He may have said something to Yodanis Haslam or about Yodanis Haslam. Go look at UD. He's yeah. trying to oh, yeah, UD. He's the one being yeah, held back for real for real. Oh, UD about to I, beat his ass. <laughs> no, he says it. I'm going to beat your ass. I'm going to beat your ass. I'm going to beat your ass. Look at it. Watch that shit again. And that's the last. Hey, that's the last dude you want to fuck with, too, on the Hey, that's the last dude in the NBA you want to fuck with because that's a real dude that's connected. No, you got a whole hood coming for you. Don't you kiss it. Dwayne Wade ain't Mr. 305. You got this Haslam, Mr. Like, Dwayne Wade is Mr. 305 to, to the This to the shit is awesome. Area. He's Mr. 305 to the corporate area. He's the face of Mr. 305. You got this Haslam has the streets, okay? Look at him. I'm going to yeah. beat your ass. I'm gonna beat your ass. Like, yo, he tells him like 10 times. Yo, and you see Jimmy, this is the calmest I've ever seen Jimmy Butler, to be honest with you. For J- yeah. <laughs> it's energy, it's energy. <laughs> it's almost like, I'm, I don't even understand what the fuck is going on here right now. Why the fuck is Adonis Haslam getting minutes in the game we trying to win? Like, I feel like, I feel like that's what he said. Why is this nigga getting minutes in the game that we trying to win this nigga's trash? <laughs> like, I don't get it. You're like, that's not your fucking call. That's my fucking call. If I want to play you Dallas Hazard, I don't get it. We're trying to win a game, ain't we? Why the fuck are you playing this nigga? This nigga's trash. What the fuck you mean? Why stop, stop sucking that nigga dick. I ain't suck nobody's dick. What the fuck you mean sucking dick? What the fuck? I'll fuck you up. I'll choke you up. Yeah, I'll say that yeah. shit <laughs> But whatever it meant, like, he got pissed. He pissed. Like, he threw the clipboard. And even Bam out of bio was like, yo, Jimmy, get the fuck away. Jimmy, stop. Jimmy, quit. Oh, I yo, forgot PJ Tucker was on that team. So that's what it makes sense. They got a good collective. They like the Pistons. They like the Pistons. They built like the Pistons. They got a bunch of hard over like tryhards, overachievers who are who are good, who are definitely good, not great, but they're good as, as a unit. They play solid, the best defense probably in the league. They got from a fringe all-star bam, bam. And then J- Jimmy Butler, you know, and they got they got Lowry. I forgot they got Lowry and Tucker. So they got a, a good cohesive unit. I'm actually glad the Miami Heat came in here in a weird way. In 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 one of the topics I talked about in the beginning of the podcast, when I when I gave up the mini rundown, was team about no about who's not getting respect, right? Tyler Hero come off the bench too. Individuals, yeah, so that's yes, individuals and teams, and I feel like the Miami Heat ain't getting enough respect, but also. I don't, and I don't feel like Miami Heat isn't getting enough, for, and I mean media wise, right? And, oh, and, okay. I'm, and I'm gonna tell you why. Gotcha. Right? Yeah, the, right? I agree. Yeah. Then media wise, but also I'm gonna tell you something too. My, they're not getting enough respect from their own fans. And, mm. and I'm gonna tell you how why. could you though, LeBron? To that, come on, that's what it is. And and, and that's exactly what happened is because I remember when they, I remember, I remember South Florida. When the Miami Heat were good going against the Knicks, they were insane back then. I remember the era when they were good during the LeBron James era. Shaq, they were no, Shaq, insane. Shaq, you talking about Shaq and Shaq and Dwayne? Oh, they wait, was, that, they no. got it. Even, even if, but, they had some of the best were, teams ever, bro. Come on now. But they weren't. No, I'm gonna tell you this though. During the Shaq Literally. and Dwayne era, they weren't going. Like, I'm gonna say also. I mean, I've been down there. I mean, I've been down there. Uh, but I don't. But I don't remember also fans going crazy. I don't remember. 
like Heat fans are kind of more like how they are now. Like, oh, we got some players. We don't know what's about to happen. Like they weren't, they weren't, they weren't big on themselves. They weren't talking shit. They they, they weren't boisterous. I don't, I don't remember if the Miami Heat were even the number one seed at that time. Like I, I you know what I mean? Like it, it was just, it was just they just caught heat in the playoffs. Like literally, heat. You know what I mean? He caught fire in the playoffs. Um, but right now the Heat fans uh-huh. are as timid as I think I've ever heard them when their team is in the number one spot. The Miami Heat has been number one in the East for weeks now, and. I haven't heard much from the national media, but also I, you know, but also made me realize I didn't realize that the Miami Heat had been at number one for so long because I haven't heard shit from their fans. The way that their fans were sucking LeBron James's dick when he was down here, you know, excited about every little fucking game and excited about everything as if they didn't expect them to win and shit like that. You know, it's like I expect them to be more excited now when you have a group of tryhards. And you're number one versus when you have a, a fucking a, a fucking super squad and you expect to win. Like, listen, I'm a Yankees fan. Like, you don't you you like like to see like and, and this is what you, you know I, I shouldn't even say. It. <laughs> you know, this is this is what happens. You just used to winning. Like, act like you've been here before, right? I, I, I guess it must be how the Lakers feel, right? Like during the regular season, sometimes you're like, okay, we, we expect to be here, right? So so you so you don't know how, so you don't know how, but you don't be, but you you don't ice your team out. Like, like this is when you. This is actually when you should be more into your team, when they have the team that you didn't expect to really be the number one in the East. You probably expected the Miami Heat to be like three and four. You expect the Miami Heat to be behind Brooklyn, behind Milwaukee, and maybe in front of Philly, if not behind them. That's what you expected probably the Miami Heat to be. But instead, the Miami Heat is number one in the East. They're the third best team in the league. And, I'm, and I get crickets from I, I don't I don't hear not one pop not one pan. So maybe this is good for the man. Maybe this is the wake the maybe this maybe this is the to wake their fan base up, make them realize like yo you got a team full of pit bulls you got a, you got a team full of dogs out here you know what I mean and 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 they and they 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 should be way more celebrated to me than that LeBron James team like you should be going more crazy for this team than they did that LeBron James led team. To me, this 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 is way more exciting to me. This team would be if I was a fan. This would be way more exciting to me. This would this would this would be way more fulfilling to me because this would actually be something that you worked hard for. That that that, that you actually Detroit Pistons for, you know what I mean? That, that, that actually nobody saw you coming. And you surprised the world with with guys that, like I said, three years ago you didn't know who the fuck a bet, you didn't know what the hell a Bam Bam was, and now he's damn near a household name in the basketball world. We got Praveen calling into the show. We go ahead and take our first call on the Bluetooth getting hotline, folks. Don't forget that you can go ahead and get your first auto, you can get your first auto Bluetooth for free as well when you use the promo code of E Z R J. What's going on, Praveen? Welcome to the Mighty Sports Podcast. How are you doing? Oh, look, we don't. Do we have more? Hello, my sports. How are you doing? How are you doing? Now, do you have a sports question for us, or do you have a sports style that you would like a question that you would like to get into? Uh, I don't have any sports question right now. Just uh, I watch WWE. That's it. 
Ah, understand. All right, then we're going to go ahead and send you back now. Thank you for listening to the podcast and thank you for participating. We really do appreciate that. Continue to listen. Don't forget to don't don't forget to like and share the podcast. And also don't forget to subscribe as well because oh, remember when you subscribe do you on a YouTube channel, do you on a YouTube channel they like subscribe you. Yeah, I do have a YouTube channel. You can find us at Mighty Sports Podcast on YouTube. Can you drop the link in the <laughs> comment section? I will go ahead and definitely do that. For you. I'll go ahead and drop a link for you guys to follow. Thank you again, Praveen. We will go ahead and... Ooh. You made that for me, baby? No. Why would I do something so nice? What is that anyway? <clears throat> Parmesan corn chips that I invented <laughs> with a side of refried beans and some carne salsa. Yeah, I'm definitely going to taste that. I'm definitely going to taste your carne salsa. It's off limits. Alrighty. So, where the fuck were we? I forget. Tyreek Hill. No, Miami Heat. Not getting no respect. Not getting no respect. Right? It's funny. Like we talk about no respect. The no, the no respect thing, that, that goes through a couple of and that goes through a couple of sports. Let's see. Highest single season points per game, 19 seasons or Anthony, 13.5. He's one of them at 13.5. I got That's a question, bro. I, Damn. I don't really you know what's so funny? Uh, wait, I'm sorry. I, I, I'm going to get this. They talk about how LeBron James is playing for so long. We forget, we forget that about the same thing about Camilla Anthony. He's been in the league for 19 years as well, too. And I and I did not realize that his thirteen point five points per game, nineteen years in the season is the fourth with the fourth highest average. It is for somebody playing nineteen years in the in the league. Who? <laughs> Who? You got UD? Camilla Anthony. Come, you stop oh, it right now. Oh, Camilla. UD, UD is averaging <laughs> one point three points per game. Okay. <laughs> Camilla trash, man. He's averaging 13.9. Stop it right now. Don't talk. We will not allow Carmelo Trash, man. Stop the game, man. I hate this one of the overrated players of history that get too much, too much, like, too just too much. Like, it just, he's, he was, he was, he underachieved his whole career. Period. Per his talent, he underachieved. Period. Weber. He's the Chris Weber. He's, Lamar Odom, he's like he's up no, in there. Yeah, Lamar Odom underachieved. Nah, he, but he, but he is. Game. He was a he was the third guy. You know, he was he was you know that guy. He was the quasi second you know. guy. Like. Yeah, <laughs> right, right, right. Quasi second guy if you can keep him focused yeah, of, of, of the of the greatest of all time, of yeah, one of the, uh, arguably the goats. You know what I'm saying? Of the you know of his generation. So, what's going on till the end? Oh, man. Oh, this, but listen, I'm not going to let you. But in a general sense, yes. Now, he's like Chris Paul. He's like, he's yeah. like Paul, so far. You know what I mean? Like, he's he's just, he kind of under, only because they didn't win a ring. Patrick mm. Ewing, Charles Barkley, like, you under ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Barkley, it was, I don't think Barkley fought. I mean, he was never really put. Ewan, it was his fault, I think, because he had a squad to beat Jordan in them, I truly believe. But the mystique kind of got to him. But Barkley, no. He never was really put in a situation where he had another legitimate squad that he had that can beat dudes, man. 
that guy was awesome. He he's one of the most underrated. Um, people forget like when you get on TV and you start chucking and jiving, and people have a you know you're polarizing. You just that mystique leaves. That legend leaves. Like he was Shaq. People forget he was an actual like he's you know if you're a young person you ain't you don't even know you know you like you seen these guys on TV they goofy and they let you don't understand that this shit's just Shaq. You know what I'm saying? He's arguably yeah, top five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the arguably top five. Like you know you're looking at uh Bill what is his name Bill Walton and you like you know he's using the big words and shit. you don't understand that at one point he was like a he was that guy, you know. So best work in the game. Right, right, right. So, so it just, I think that's but what. Shaq, Kent, but but Barkley was awesome. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that 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 matters. That matters, man. That matters. Isaiah too. I I lost man. I can't stand Isaiah now. Isaiah is to be so high. I can't stand. He can't stand Jordan either. Isaiah hates Jordan. And it is a mystique around Jordan that's probably way too much because. He had like he like he like before I got hurt, Jordan wouldn't get nothing, wasn't winning nothing before I got hurt. <laughs> so it's kind of like that Paul Pierce versus LeBron. You know what I'm saying? They don't got that same Kawhi versus them. They don't got that. They beat him. They used to whoop his ass. So they don't. They didn't get that same mystique. So yeah. But anyway, man, my bad. No, that's right. Let's talk about Patrick Ewing. Let's go ahead and get into some of these Knicks, right? Because we haven't had any any true Knicks talk. And and you guys know that I'm going to have to get into my Knicks talk, my Knicks talk. I always have to get my Knicks talk, my Knicks talk. It's irritating, It's so irritating. But it's the best part of the show. That is false. The New York Knicks currently right now, they have – a losing record. I don't, I don't know if, they, if their record even matters to me right now, right? They have a losing record, and <laughs> they're not winning the games that they should be winning. They're not winning the games that they need to win. I shouldn't say they should be winning. They're not winning the games that they need to win and possibly making it to postseason contention. Currently have a record of 30-42, and 5th uh, in the division, 12th in the conference, right? They're sitting about, what is it? Three, no, yeah, no, shit. They're about six games back now of, of trying to make the postseason, postseason play, and there's just about ten games left. So it's pretty safe to say that the New York Knicks are going to end, end up not making the playoffs. They just haven't been officially mathematically eliminated as of yet, and they have been playing decently coming out to the end of the um, end of the season, but. We kind of did this game, win, loss, win, loss, win, loss, win, win, loss, win, loss, win, 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 right? The other day, a, a couple weeks ago, we realized that the New York Knicks are probably going to end up with a, with, with a slightly above 500 record to finish out the season. And to do that, that's not going to be enough for them to make the postseason play. But also, if they were going to even make that attempt, there's going to be a, there was going to have to be a couple of key games they're going to have to win, right? A couple of key matchups they're going to have to win. They're gonna to have to win against. Um, they're gonna to have to win games against teams like the Washington Wizards, teams against the short um, games against the Charlotte Hornets that they had coming up, and, te- and, and and against teams like the Atlanta Hawks. Those are gonna be very key specific games. And regardless of how many wins or losses that they had, or even if they possibly went 500, and it was gonna to have to try to win to have to make up ground and also make some get some tiebreakers. 
the New York Knicks, they, they lost the first of one of, of those key games last night when they played the Atlanta Hawks. They played this game without one Julius Randle. He had a quad injury of some sort. And New York Knicks played well. The New York Knicks played played decent, I should say. It was a close game for the, for, for the, for the majority of the game. It was, we had some back and forth. New York Knicks were down early, and they came back, and they came back midway through the game, and they lost that and came back. And then, and then towards the end, the Atlanta, the Atlanta Hawks just pulled away. You saw Trey Young starting to, starting to catch fire at the end, um, working on picking holes. They had Taj Gibson on him. He put Taj Gibson on ice. Right. But some of, the, some, of the, some of the good pieces that come away from this game is that there was no Julius Randle. And not having Julius Randle there, then we got to see a team that, a team that is fully led by R.J. Barrett, but not just a team that, that's fully led by R.J. Barrett, but a team that also highlights Obi Toppins in the, in the starting lineup as well and getting regular minutes. Now, evaluating it from those two components, and even some Emmanuel quickly played, the New York Knicks didn't play bad, right? It, it was a it was a fairly it was it was, it was a fairly well played game. If we go based off of the truth of last year, which position by even based off position wise, it still it still falls to be the truth this year. The Atlanta Hawks are just better than the New York Knicks right now, right? And Trey Young or Trash Young, as I like to call him, I like to call him. He is highly motivated. To got it. He is highly motivated to ball out in Madison Square Garden. He is he is he is he is finding that place to be one of the stages that he is going to go ahead and put on a show. As a lot of places do. But he also is not just put on the show, he is going in there and he is fully taking on the villain role. He played last night and he dropped 45 points against um, on the New York on the New York Knicks. And I would like to remind you guys before we get any further. Yo, we thought Trey Young was still good, bro. Fuck Trey Young. Fuck Trey Young. Fuck Trey Young. Fuck Trey Young. Hey, listen. He got. He's the new Reggie. Stop it. He's the new Reggie. I said, I've I, I been said that. And I, and, I, and I appreciate him for that. I, I appreciate I appreciate Trey Young for, but I even made him the new Reggie. I appreciate him for him being my new LeBron James. Then I have somebody, I, 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 I have a player for the next 10 years I can, I can just pick at. And just dislike and 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 like he's he like he's my Tom Brady. Like he's just somebody that I, I can just now unconditionally hate. And, and I'm and I'm happy for that because I need a villain. I can't watch the league and like everybody. I need somebody to dislike. Like you know, I need teams to dislike. I I, I need a Boston. You know what I mean? I, I need a Trey Young. I need I need James Harden. I need these guys. Well, I I need a I need balance. I'm a cancer. I need balance. I'm a yin yang side. I need play. I need I need just as many players to love as I need to hate. And I say, and I mean love, not like, but love, love. You know what I mean? And so listen, I I, I fully appreciate the fact that he is the that he is the new Reggie Miller, and the fact that he is the new Reggie Miller is the why. Yo, you know Reggie was still good, right? Fuck Trey Young. Fuck Trey Young. Fuck Trey Young. Fuck Trey Young. But he did drop 45 points against against the New York Knicks the other day. And not only did he drop 45 points, he also added eight assists onto it. Um, onto that. But we, but he wasn't just the only one. We, 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 he got big help from from what's his name? Bogan Boganovich. 
Right, he ended up dropping 32 for the Knicks as I'm um, again for the Atlanta Hawks as well. But again, like I said, I'm, I'm gonna get back to, 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 to the New York, um, back to over to the New York Knicks for a second, right? This game it's, it's a couple of things, right? Like I said, it, it truly showed what this what this team will look like as RJ with RJ Barrett as the number one as the number one guy. You still see him scheduled to take about 25 to 30 shots, which just which was just which is just about how many he takes with Julius Randle there. When him and Julius Randle are both in the game together, they both usually take about 20 shots apiece. So you can see that they have scheduled plays and 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 how they want to get them going. But we've seen we've seen RJ Barrett lately. Like I like I've been, I've been I've been applauding him the whole entire calendar year. And he continues to be he continues to be impressive in his play. Now he was the only the only bad thing about this game is that he suffered from from the Tom Thibodeau um, school of coaching where he played forty two minutes in this game, which which is which always anytime you see a player getting into forty minutes right into forty playing forty minutes again that's that's always a little too many minutes for me. I I really don't like seeing players really play more than like 36, 38, 35 minutes to be honest with you. And I mean maybe if it's a close game then you push it. This was, this was a six point game like I said the the Knicks had the lead so maybe I, maybe I I can see them get away with this. But I know for a fact that this is the, this is a little bit more top of just Tom Thibodeau's nature than it's than it's being the fact that it being a close game. We'll catch way too many games with where, where, where RJ Blade is gonna be in the forties. Don't worry we're gonna review the Charlotte game just we're gonna touch the Charlotte game in just a minute, and I'll, and I'll show you what I'm talking about since I won't be here on Friday. You know, I hear folks, I won't be here on Friday. On Friday, I'll be in Naples. I'll be at Call Your Fear. I'll be ring announcing for Platinum Pro Wrestling Slam Fest 3. We're going to have three. We're going to have a total of six shows going on over the weekend, two on Friday, two on Saturday, or two on Sunday. Friday show times is going to be at 8 and 10 p.m. as well as on Saturday is going to be at 8 and 10 p.m. as well. On Sunday, you're going to catch um, our shows will be at 4 p.m. and at 7 p.m. You're... The, the shows are free with your purchase of a ticket to the fair. You'll be able to come and just, and just be able to walk over and catch the show. But while you're there, go ahead and catch some rides. Go ahead and go um, and go see some pig farming. You know what I mean? I mean, go ahead and see the petting zoo. Go see some pig wrestling. You know what I mean? Even even go in and, and check out the animal auction. Even even go in and catch yourself a mechanical bull. They'll have they'll, they'll um they'll have a lot they'll have some live performances as well. Come down to the fair, check out the wrestling, but also um, check check out the show, but also check out the wrestling event as well. And come on, check out your boy. Um, um, so yeah, we'll get into that shortly. Give me in just a bit. So I got a chance to see not not, not only a team that is ran without Julius Randle and, and led by R.J. Barrett, but I also got to see a team that has Obi Toppin in that starting lineup. And I, I'm not gonna lie to you, you can see that Obi Toppin still is a very raw player. To be honest with you, Obi Toppin is a small center in a weird way, right? He's a sm- Set, oh, he's a small. What 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 did he send? I don't want to call him a center anymore because he sent, the centers are changing now. Centers are going to be centers are going to be a little bit more skill than just rim protecting and pick and roll running gunners and and over the and over the top players. But that's kind of what Obi Toppin is. He's a pick and roll, run the length of the court. You know, what I mean, catch it over the top. You know, what I mean, finish high kind of guy. Right? Not very often is he taking you off the dribble or is he blowing past you. You know what I mean? Like, he, or, or is he even able to set up his own offense half the time? So that's the reason why I call him basically the the last generation center, not this generation center, but he's he's an old he's the old generation center or the last generation of center that that we that we're, that we're now transitioning away from the DeAndre Jordans and the and the and the and the, and the, and the 
Tyson Chandler's of the world. You understand? Like, like even who who the Knicks have now, Mitchell Robinson. They already have one of him in seven in a seven, in a seven foot one frame. Well, we got to see that. Um, and while watching this game, and also watching Trey Young, right, put on a masterful performance on the other side of the court, it made me. It made me realize, or it made me being able to imagine, I should say, fantasize about what this Knicks team would look like with an with 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 an actual point guard. Because as much as we like, as much as we like Emmanuel quickly, Emmanuel quickly just really doesn't do it all the time. He's he's not a traditional point guard, but he can play point guard if you know what if you understand what I'm saying, right? He's more new breed point guard. Score first, pass second. All right. I don't know if Deuce McBride is that guy either, but Deuce McBride still isn't getting enough minutes. All right. But it made me fantasize about what the Knicks would look like with a point guard watching, watching Trey Young work on the other side of the ball, to be honest with you. But also watching how Obi Toppin gets his points and and watching his his usage rate and how useful he is off the ball, it makes me realize that Obi Toppin really needs a point guard. Like if Obi Toppin had Trey Young, Obi Toppin may be putting up eighteen to twenty four points a game. To be honest with you, if Obi Toppin had Chris Paul, I'm telling you, he would he would average somewhere between so he he would average about eighteen points a game, maybe sixteen point eight at the low end, but he would definitely be always constantly in the teens and, 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 and trying to break 20s. Obi Toppin is able to get uh, able to get seven rebounds. But like I said, Obi Toppin right now to me, when I watch him play, he's a he's a smaller Mitchell Robinson. And I don't want to call him a more coordinated Mitchell Robinson because they both have their own goofy tendencies, right? They both kind of look awkward in certain moments, right? Look, look, a, little, look a little Langley-ish at times, right? And the thing about it, I don't think like, and Mitch Roberts is not a bad player to have, right? But they're two offensive black holes, and that's what makes them a problem, right? While they're good in the pick and roll and they're good on defense and, and they're good for hustle and and listen, Mitchell Obi Toppin has seven rebounds in twenty four Mitchell is in, in um Mitchell uh, Obi Toppin had seven rebounds in twenty four minutes. Mitchell Robinson played thirty five minutes and had six rebounds. What Mitchell Robinson gives you is those blocks, those four blocks that he has. And Mitchell Robinson is a hell of a block machine. We saw when, when the New York Knicks played the, the Brooklyn Nets the other night, right, or a couple nights ago, that Mitchell Robinson was able to block a jump shot by Kevin Durant. And I remember, I think it was a TNT game, right, early game too. And I remember the commentating and the crowd going crazy, and I, and I remember it catching a lot of hype. And it was asking, how many players do you know that can block Kevin Durant's shot? I'm like, there's not many, but I know of some because I've seen Giannis do it. I think we've also seen Joel Embiid do it. Listen, you're not doing it if you're if, if you're not doing it as a, as a six seven guard. No, just because that's just because of how tall Kevin Durant is. Are there, are, there, are there a lot of players that can probably block his shot? No, like I said, we named three out of two hundred and fifty. Or 450. How many players in the, in, the, in the NBA? Right? And we mentioned three out of them. That that can do it and is willing to put the defensive effort to try to do it. 
Mobley probably can do it as well too from, from the Cleveland Cavaliers when caught it up against him. Um, he looked like he's a guy that can do it. Maybe even Allen from, from Cleveland as well too. So they have two guys on their team that can possibly do it. But it's not a lot. We're not, we're not going to get to 10. We'll be lucky to break five. I went to my owner's jump shot here. Like, there's not too many that can that can do that. Listen, if you're not blocking Jason Tatum's shot, then you're not blocking Kevin Durant's. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. So the New York Knicks would end up losing this game, and Trey Young would go ahead and he would celebrate, and he would take a he would take another curtain call, uh, in the garden, and, and, and the garden will be filled with trash as Trey Young as, as Trey Young fills it with 45 buckets. But the New York Knicks, they will redeem themselves. They, and, they, and they quickly had to redeem themselves. The Both Atlanta Hawks and the New York Knicks had back-to-backs. After playing last night, they will play again tonight. Now, the Atlanta Hawks weren't as lucky as the New York Knicks. So I get a little bit of solace there, right? I get right there. They lost to the Detroit Pistons of all teams. The Detroit Pistons, who, are, if I'm not mistaken, they are the worst team in the NBA. Where, where, where are their standards? Yep. Detroit Pistons. No, they're not the worst team in the NBA. They're second worst team in the, in the NBA. They have one more win than the <laughs> they have one more win than the Houston Rockets, and they just gained that win by beating the Atlanta Hawks. Right. So the New York Knicks they end up taking on the Charlotte Hornets. Those are also one of those. The Charlotte Hornets also happen to be one of those teams that are in striking distance, in a sense, for the New York Knicks to possibly catch, in a sense, right, <laughs> and. That they could possibly catch and 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 possibly make the postseason tournament. <sighs> Don't know. Actually, let me refresh my page so I can get everybody. I forgot as I'm talking about these wins and losses that these pages like. I think because the New York Knicks should now be 31. I just said that they were 30. They should now be 31 and 42 or some shit like that, right? Let's see what we have here. Yep, the New York Knicks are currently now 31 and 42. Nine games left. All right, and like I said, and even with the even with Atlanta losing their last game, that put the New York Knicks, like I said, about five games behind. That's the reason why, like I said, these head-to-head matchups were, were were important. Like you needed to win that game. Like not that you really expected, but you needed to win that game against Atlanta. You like you needed to win games against Charlotte. Those are the teams that are directly ahead of you. What are you watching on now? Listen, I'm telling you right now, I'm gonna be very vexed the next time I go to look. I go to make. <laughs> Pancake, I like think pancake, and I've only used that bag once, and I don't have any chocolate chips. <laughs> Stop eating my chocolate chips. I'm gonna hide that shit from you. And I still don't know why you didn't take, why you haven't taken that and put that in a whole tub of ice cream yet, or some shit like that. You're eating that with some ice cream. Cause the ice cream make it harder. My mouth melted. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Our mouth does melt it. <laughs> right, so the New York Knicks, they also had a game against the Charlotte Hornets tonight. And didn't get a chance to catch all of that game. So we're basically we're just going to give you a couple of spotlights and highlights, right, from, from that matchup. New York Knicks end up winning that game 121 to 106 as they play in Charlotte. Their next game is going to be against the number one seeded East team, the Miami Heat. We're probably going to expect that to be a loss, but they're going to be playing down here in they're going to be playing down here in Miami. So uh, actually, I'm not going to feel like I'm going to go to that game. I'm not going to that game. 
<laughs> I'm not trying to deal with Heat fans right now. Even though I feel like they're a little, they're they're a little timid, little too timid for my liking. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna go ahead and. I'm not gonna go ahead and fuck with. I'm not gonna go ahead and fuck with them. Now in this game against the Charlotte, Horn, against the Charlotte Hornets, Mitchell Robinson did not start. He um, he sat out through the back sort So we got to see what this team will look like if Jericho Sims started this game. Now Jericho Sims isn't quite the same player that Mitchell Robinson is. Doesn't quite, even though he's a bigger person, doesn't quite seem like he eats up the same amount of space. Not as many rebounds, not as many blocks as well. But this is one of those games where Obi Toppin played a whole lot better. Eight of 11, 18 points, 11 rebounds, six assists. And he managed to get one block in him. So it looked like, so, and, and he also played more minutes. He also played four minute, um, 40 minutes in this game versus I think another game he only played about 24. So it looks like that the minutes that, that he would normally take up was given to Jericho Sims, and the minute and the minutes that Mitchell Robinson normally gets was given to Obi Toppin. We see Obi Toppin what he looks like in a better in a little better role. Still, probably still, this is probably as 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 good as we're going to get from Obi Toppin making eight of eleven of his shots for eighteen points. But this is probably what it looks like when he when he has competent play. We see Aaron Alex Burke, he over here with seventeen assists and seventeen um seven assists and seventeen points. R.J. Barrett ten for nineteen on thirty points. So this is back to back games where he's put up thirty points. But this time it didn't it didn't take him twenty um thirty shots to do it. You know it only took him about about twenty. Actually, you know what? Let me tell you, he shot the ball twenty five times. He shot the ball last um last game. It only took about nineteen shots to do it this time. I had a much better efficient night. You know, again going to the free throw line about eight times, making seven of them. We're starting to see that that's a major portion in this game. Which when you start getting when when you start talking about your your stars, all stars, and superstars, a lot of the differences that a lot of the things that usually separates James Harden from from Patty Mills is just how often they go to the line sometimes, right? What used to separate Jamal Crawford from Camilla Anthony, to be honest with you, in those early days, is the fact that how often Jamal Crawford decided to go to the rim and wanted to take contact and go to the line, right? And, and actually draw contact, like, like you know. So, and also, shit. Shout out to Jamal Crawford, as as his name just pops into my head, right? That 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 was by mistake. That that wasn't intentional, but Jamal Crawford. Shout out, shout out to him. Actually, let's go ahead and give. You know how we do the shout outs on the on the, on the podcast. Let's give him a. As he just as he just put in his retirement papers for the NBA, so he has officially retired. Since no team has decided to call him up, but yeah, they have called up just about every fucking body else that you can imagine over the last couple of years. So, shout out to him. So, what, so we're starting to see with RJ Barrett again is that he's now starting to started to make his way to the line, and making your way to the line. Like I said, if if we're talking about eight shots at the line, right? That is the difference between having 18 points in that game and having 25 points in that game. And the difference between 18 and 25 points in the game is 100% how teams look at you. Teams start looking at you differently when you start putting up 25 points a game versus 18. 18, yeah, you may be a nice, good role player. Maybe you're Matt Barnes. 25, they start looking at you like, okay, this may be the guy that we have to come and focus on. You know what I mean? Like, like this is the early, this this is when they started talking about Zach Levine being a possibly, you know what I mean, good player in the league. <laughs> I don't know why. I'm, I'm, I'm not feeling Zach Levine. Hey, hey, but but I but I feel like this whole entire league isn't feeling Chicago as, as I feel like Chicago as I, I heard that Chicago's Chicago's Bulls' record against top five opponents, even top three opponents in the East is, is horrific. We'll get into that a little bit later. Um, 
So again, to continue on, on this game, to show them on it. So all we, um, RJ Barrett continues to have a good game. And as we've been pointing out, basically, whole all calendar year, RJ Barrett continues to have a really good calendar year. Started off the started off the NBA year. Started off the NBA year really shaky, but that's because he had COVID and also had a stomach virus. Right, he had a virus and also had COVID. I don't, I don't know virus here, but he had a virus and he had COVID. But then once the calendar year kind of came around, right, it looked like he got healthy not only from COVID but also from whatever virus was bothering him. And we've seen him, we've seen him here, um, we've seen him put up these numbers for the New York Knicks almost on a consistent basis this whole entire calendar year. Whether we, whether, whether, damn, I jammed both my fucking thumbs. God damn. Whether Julius Randle has been there or not, this RJ Barrett has become a much more consistent player. Now the thing about it, he's a quiet, consistent player, and he isn't. And when I say quiet, he's quiet and he's not flashy. He's just he's, he just goes to work. He he is reminding me of the guys that I was hoping he would turn into, but he also reminds me of somebody that we that 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 that, I, that, that, I, that we don't probably talk about enough, and that he also reminds me of Luka Doncic. In the, in the sense that he doesn't get, he doesn't allow them to speed him up anymore. He almost, he plays at his own pace, right? And his pace isn't a fast, explosive, hyper pace. You know what I'm You understand? It's just efficient, like a Jimmy Butler, like a Demar Derozan. Right? But he's also quiet, so you don't hear him. You know, he's not gonna yell. After a dunk, he's not gonna talk shit after a three-point play. After a three-point shot, he's he's not gonna dance after a layup. He's just gonna take you to the lane, get his bucket, get the end one, maybe give you a little finger point and go to his line and try to and, and go to the line and try to make it and try, and try to make his free throws. There was a portion in the beginning of the in the beginning of the calendar, beginning of the season, where he was struggling, where he had his problems with his with his free throw shots, and it was sucking because he was going there about ten times a game, but sometimes he was only making five. Now you're starting to see him on a consistent basis put up over seventy percent when it comes to his free throw shots, and that's where we're gonna need him. We're gonna probably need him a little bit better than that, but I'll take seven out of every ten if you're going to the Sonic about ten times a game. I'll, I'll allow, I'll, I'll be satisfied with you making seven. But if, the, but if the team loses by one or two, we're gonna be looking at those free throws that you're missing. But I'm glad to see RJ Barrett here. It's just now that we're continue to still have the talks of what we're gonna do with Tom Thibodeau. It looks like Tom Thibodeau is still playing guys in questionable spots, playing guys with questionable minutes. And Obi Toppin in this game had 40 minutes. R.J. Barrett, after having 42 minutes on the last game, he had 38 minutes this game. Remember I told you that he's coming off of a back-to-back. -back. So he's averaging now. So he's basically played 80 minutes in these last two games. That's 40 That's forty minutes per game. And they're going to have to be going up against Miami sooner. We saw that Miami is a little bit motivated. They have a little bit of pent-up aggression that they may want to be taking out on another team. And that team may be us. Emmanuel quickly dropped 10 points and 7 assists off the bench. 5 rebounds as well. This it, it, had a good game. But like I said, that these are these are two games back-to-back -back that when you're watching it, you're just thinking to yourself, damn, what would happen if the New York Knicks had Lonzo Ball? Damn. 
what would happen if the New York Knicks had Trey? Actually, no, I don't want to imagine with the New York Knicks. I don't like Trey Young. I, I, I really didn't. I, I, from the beginning, I didn't really like Trey Young, right? I didn't like Trey Young coming out of college. And then, I, and, and listen, I, and see, it's so funny, right? Because even though, even though like what he did to the Knicks is, is probably is probably the, like the, the straw that broke the camel's back. I never really did like Trey Young. Didn't really like him coming out of college. The whole Stephen Curry, um, the whole Stephen Curry um comparisons. I I I I wasn't really feeling, but I, but I could I could kind of see. I actually thought he was a little bit too small when you realize that he's actually bigger than John Morant. Go look it up. It's weird as fuck. Um, because I was like, damn, you know what I mean? I always thought, small, but look at you put a John Morant and I'm like, yeah, he's kind of bigger than them. What is going on here in the group chat? So, I mean, you know what I mean? As the Knicks, I mean, it's like, damn, what would, what would it look like if we had these guys on the team? Because the Knicks need to, need to really, really, really handle their point guard issues. And it is getting right around that time where I think we can now start seeing. I, actually, it is about that time where I need to start looking at mock drafts. We have the Sweet 16 tournament. Right? Oh, oh, we have like, we have the 16 tournament about to start about to start soon. We've been in, we've been in March Madness this whole entire time. Right? Shit, shit is crazy. We see St. Pete, all these guys from New York and New Jersey out here balling. And and hold on, like, hey, and, and listen, and they ain't just balling, right? Like these guys ain't just balling. But and you had you had you had other teams out here trying to bully them. Right, just trying to try to play physical bully ball with them, not realizing that New Jersey and New York is like, like, yo, we live on bully ball, and, and even their coach was like, I got guys from New Jersey and New York City. You think we scared of anything? No. Right, so yeah, it is about that time that I'm gonna have to really start now focusing on. <coughs> Shit, what you looking at, Kitty? I start focusing on the prospects because I know there's a lot of names that's gonna be going on the top of the draft. I I don't need to worry myself so much about the top of the, even if it's the top of the draft. I don't, I don't I don't think there's any way the New York Knicks are gonna get lucky enough that the ping pong balls are gonna fall where they get a top five pick. There's no way in hell. There's no way in hell. But what I am going to start doing, I'm going to start looking at all these top point guard prospects. The New York Knicks have to do something. As I said, that I truly believe that the New York Knicks may already have the point guard of their future on their team. All right? Between Deuce McBride and Emmanuel quickly, even though they're not quite showing it yet, I truly believe that they do. I still want to know what that prospect is because if they are the point guard on their team, then I still want a point guard to come in and push them. I don't know what, gonna, what the New York Knicks are going to do with Derrick Rose, but I also know you can't depend on Derrick Rose. And you understand? And I don't know as long as we, as long as we have Tom Thibodeau, there's going to be certain guys that are always going to have a roster spot on this team. Derrick Rose is going to be one of them. Taj Gibson is going to be another. Those two guys are always going to have a role on this team. I have no problem with it. Just like you, Dennis Hassan, will always have a have a role on, on, on an Eric Spolcher's team, right? Like, let's say for some reason today that Eric Spolcher got released from the Miami Heat, and he had to go somewhere else. I would not be surprised if Udonis Haslam is, is the person that comes along with him. And listen, I, I'm going to tell you this right now. I still believe in Tom Thibodeau because last year was an outlier. 
Last year was that bubble year, right? Last year was that no crowd year, right? Not having a crowd, and not not having not having a crowd, or not playing in front of people, is is almost like bona fide practice. And we saw because we can we can clearly see what Julius Randle turns into when he has expectations when his expectations put upon him, or when there's actual people there to hold him accountable. You know, you know what they say, like pressure busts pipes, so they make diamonds. Well, his, well, he busts his pipe. He ain't a diamond at all. What we have is black dust. We got, the, we got rotten coal. That's what we got right now. We just got black ass coal. So, I, I would like to see what's gonna happen now. I need to start looking to see what's gonna happen now with the New York Knicks. You know what I mean, or what's possible out there for point guards? I need, I like this part of the reason why I'm, I'm really upset. I've been gone both weekends that the, that that the tournament has 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 really been popping, so I haven't had a chance to catch anything. You know what I mean, I don't, I don't, and also because I haven't seen a mock draft yet, right? I don't even, I don't even know, or or, or I haven't gone on thing yet. I, I don't even know who the top prospects are, but that's gonna start being a thing that we're gonna start looking into, folks. We're gonna start looking into that heavily, right? Um, so let, let's let's go ahead and move on um, and move on from from the Knicks. Let's get let's get right into the association a little bit more, All right? We see LeBron James that he returned to Cleveland the other day and, and he decided to put on a show. He just he decided to put on a show and create a new NFT. I, I, I ain't a lot of you guys. I don't think I can personally go back to saying posterized or he put him on a poster because we all know. These poster moments should now all be sold as NFTs by the players themselves, to their own, to their own peoples. They're creating NFT moments. Like you want to know what NFTs are? Like this is what it is. Like this is how you do it. So LeBron James he returns to Cleveland. Um, he puts on a hell of a he puts on a hell of a performance. He grabs himself a triple double, right and. It's one of those weird things because regardless of how bad the Lakers were struggling, right? Even though I even though I what they I think they were they were on a two game winning streak, I think, by that time. Um you knew that LeBron James was gonna be highly motivated to win that game in Cleveland. He's going back to Cleveland. He's he's had a winning record against him this whole entire time. Regardless of how good Cleveland is. You know he's gonna to want to get that win, and to be honest with you, the mo- the majority, actually, all of the other times outside of this year. So just think about this: LeBron James has been gone from Cleveland for hasn't played in Cleveland for what the first time it was four years, right? Every time he returned, then now it's. The this is the third year he's now been a Laker, so it's been seven years now that he has had an opportunity to play against the Cavs while he was on another team, and this is the first time the Cleveland Cavaliers were actually a playoff were actually a playoff contending team. This is the first time the Cavs. We're actually in the playoffs. This is the first time that the Cavs actually had a winning record. First time the Cavs were actually good in the seven years. And LeBron James 
has played against his team. This is the first time they've been good. And it's just now this year. So it put a little bit more into it because while this part, and the reason why I had to put that out there because this was his, this was probably the biggest chance for him to lose in this game, but he did it, right? He, he, he put on a performance, right? Got his triple-double, and he balled out, and he won. But maybe he balled out a little bit too much because against Philly tonight, he is not playing. He is up with knee soreness. He's being, he's being managed. He's getting to that stage. He's injury-prone. He's old. I'm telling you, knee soreness don't go away. Once them knees are sore, them shits is always sore. <laughs> Let's let you know now. <laughs> Once them knees are sore, and you really have to miss games for it, especially games that matter, games against true contenders, the writer's on the wall. Luckily for LeBron, is that he can cruise by with only offense for the majority of the season. And I think that's what the Lakers are really talking about when they feel like they can turn up that. They're going to turn it up defensively. Still know what the fuck they're gonna do offense. Like I said, um, just like I just like I talked about Tom Thibodeau playing Obi Toppins and Mitchell Robinson at the same time. It would be the same thing like playing good Dwight Howard with the <laughs> Y'all better respect Dwight Howard in the pick and roll game. But Dwight Howard used to lead this league in scoring. Shit. Dwight Howard used to be a focal point of an offense. You know, right now, look like he's like nine in this, like in this game. He's at nine minutes. He's at six points. Like Dwight Howard, I feel like if given an opportunity on, on one night, he can give you 26 and 14 as he knocked down his free throw shot. <clears throat> so. So kudos to LeBron James. As LeBron James keeps climbing that ladder, right? He's climbing that ladder of of of, of all time leading scorer for total points. And I'm telling you, like that, like that last Laker year. I really hope that all things COVID is, is, has has really died down because next year, next year is when is when you should hope to see celebrities at. Almost every single game that LeBron James plays. Like, this is going to be his most exciting year until we find out he's having his farewell tour. I was going to let you guys know now, right? Like, there was a time, like, LeBron James has had a couple of real exciting moments in his career, right? Heading to Miami, that was, that was the first one, right? I don't think heading to the Lakers was as much as a splash that it really that it really should be. No, I mean that that, that that really could have been, should have been. Thought it was gonna be. Even heading back to Cleveland wasn't really a splash, but winning that championship in Cleveland was, right? It's like a real excitable moment. Like when he was when he was on the verge of doing that for a couple of years, like people really wanted to see him get that get that chip in Cleveland. From that point on, there's not really much to really see LeBron James do. But next year. Oh, yeah, we're going to be watching next year. More than we've ever really watched ever. And, ooh, look at this. 
Look at that, Joel Embiid. Look like, look like, you know, I mean, he got fouled hard when he was never allowed to get up and look like he, you know, he straightened his back a little bit. You see LeBron James and Anthony Davis both on the side. Poof. LeBron James with a nice little iced out um, fucking Cuban links chain. I need I want to get me a Cuban link so bad. I ain't gonna lie to you. <laughs> like Cuban links is that like listen, if, any, if there's any is it if there's any family members, any fans, you know I mean any girlfriends. <laughs> I shouldn't say that. <laughs> listen, just know if you want to get me any, any jewelry, right? Like a Cuban links shade is definitely something that like like that's that's something that's Subtle as a chain that I wear, but definitely Cuban links, the Cuban links joint. I'm telling you, I think I'm about, I think I'm about myself a chain at the fit. Get myself a nice little Jesus piece. <clears throat> right, so let's let's get back let's get back into this. Right, let, let's continue marching on into, into more into more into the association, and let, let's let's get into what we saw about Zion Williamson today. Right, and let me see here. I don't think I'm gonna go much further than this today. I really don't. I really don't. This may be our final topic of the day, folks. One of our final topics of the day. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll talk baseball next week because I don't think that we're going to hear any new news about the Aaron Judge contract information. Um, Tyreek Hill, I gave you everything about, about about that. Leonard Fournette being re-signed to Tampa Bay, I, I, I still think that's crucial because we were talking about Leonard Fournette and how if you're the Kansas City Chiefs, that he's probably somebody that you should go after. And one of the first days that Tom Brady and them did when they went up, when they came back, was like, yo, we need to get Leonard Fournette back in here because playoff Leo was real. Like, like he's Leonard, right? <laughs> like, he, he's, he's, he's Leonard during the regular season. And during the playoffs, he's Leo. You understand? Like, he gets that whole lion complex and he fucking becomes king of the running back jungle. But let's talk about, let's talk about, let's talk about, Possibly one of the future kings of the jungle. And that's one Zion Williamson. Right? Kenneth Farouk with better PR, as I like to call him. And let's let me let me let, let DP he put out a video of him of him dunking and doing some windmills and and between the legs kind of dunks and body and his his trainer, right? Going through contacts, going through contact drills basically. And well, let me put, it. put videos of him doing dunk contest level dunks first, and then he and then later on we saw some some videos with him doing contact drills with his trainer and dunking all over his trainer, right? And and, and I think you say he posterized his trainer. I don't think those are NFTs. <laughs> I, I just basically took back everything I just said a while ago. Wait, cause these are post these are posters. Cause these are in the game, right? These are these these aren't these aren't these aren't money worthy, right? Nobody nobody cares if, if you dunk on your trainer. Like, like that's posterizing, right? That's a contact drill. You posterizing the contact drill. But um, in the game, it's something different, right? In the game is completely something different. Sorry, I'm getting I'm getting dragged away from this game. We see Joel Embiid holding his back. Philadelphia is currently up sixty-one to fifty-two. There's about thirty-one seconds left to go in the second quarter, right before the half. This is NBA Wednesday on ESPN. Now, you see Zion putting up these videos, and Zion hasn't played yet all season. Like, so let's, let me let me let me put let me put that in there for you. Zion Williamson hasn't played yet all season. He's been out since about last season. Currently, right now, his team is in postseason contention. Let me take a look at the standings, and I'll tell you. 
I'll tell you exactly where they are in just a moment. All right. But his team is in postseason contention. So the fact that he hasn't played in a while, and and we all know that there's been some back and forth. Let's see here. The, the, the New Orleans Pelicans, they're in the very last spot actually right now. Um, so they're in the 10th spot. So they would have they would be in the playing tournament, playing the Minnesota Timberwolves, who have been on, who have been streaking as of late. They are just say streaking because they just recently lost they just lost their last game. But they have been playing better in the, in, in their last couple of games. They're eight of ten and they're eight of two in their last ten. Um so we have the New Orleans Pelicans, right? And there's and they're kind of just fighting for that last postseason spot. They're fighting off the Portland Trailblazers and the and the San Antonio Spurs for the most part. Sacramento Kings haven't been fully eliminated, but I don't, I don't know if they're gonna make it in there. They're about as far as away from um from making the playing tournament as the New York Knicks are currently. And the only thing keeping me hope with the New York Knicks is just the fact that I'm a New York Knicks fan. <laughs> Other than that, I would I I would I, I probably wouldn't even think that that they have hope. The, like the Brooklyn Nets may have hope. We're gonna talk about how some of these mandates are being possibly rolled back a little bit next week, but we'll touch on that next week because we'll see how things are. We'll see how things may have rolled, right? Go back to Zion. Zion put out put out is putting out the videos of him dunking and and, have, and going through his contact drill, and it, it draws the question everybody that well, why is he putting out these videos? He's not the game. Obviously, he hasn't been cleared to play the game. We know that he's gone through his weight issues, going through, um, going through not doing anything, getting a ton of weight, and. And you can't. I I know we poked fun of him, but if you if you if you truly is if you truly fear to and, and take a look at him and his body type, right? You can easily see that he's probably one of those guys. At the moment, he stops running or stops doing cardio, he gains weight. He balloons up like a motherfucker. You know what I mean? And and that's exactly probably what it looked like happened there. So, eh. Not, I'm not. I'm not going to keep it there, but but he did have to go through a process of of coming of getting off injury, and then after getting off injury, had to worry about weight control and getting back on some kind of uh, on, on a diet and exercise regimen to be able to cut down weight. And you're starting to see him now. Um, I'm doing videos with his shirt off, showing how lean he has currently gotten. Now, a lot of the stip a lot of the stipulation that is coming along with him, the releasing of his videos and him not playing is the fact that some people are saying that maybe he's not happy in New Orleans. You understand there's been rumors during the all-star break that he didn't reach out to his teammate, Bradley Beal. You understand? So that that narrative continues to be, the flame of that narrative continues to be fanned with, the, with these latest videos. And with that comes again, the story of New York. And like I said, I feel that like New York is used in a lot of these stories just to make the story juicier. Because when you involve New York suddenly, then then you're drawing the attention of 80 million people suddenly, right? <laughs> and, and 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 however many percentage of those people are Knicks fans. Um, yeah, I I I see what's going on here, and if you had to ask me honestly as a Knicks fan. If I would want Zion Williamson on this team, I would always ask you, what the fuck am I giving up? If Zion Williamson doesn't want to sign his rookie ex um, his rookie extension and walk away and, and, come, and come play to the Knicks and, and, and have the Knicks have to sign him with some kind of poison pill or whatever the fuck they have to do, I'll take Zion. Because listen, Zion is one of those players that you saw what he did early on in his career. So you got to figure that if the 